are elite. For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Weekly Podcast. Joined by myself, Mafu, the one who's in this box right here. The man in the box above me, Adam. It's a cheese pizza. Fashidi. <laughs> oh, and don't. joining he us. He tweeted me. He tweeted Did me. He? He tweeted me. He tweeted uh, me as well. I, I don't know if he's legitimately upset. If you're listening, I, I was think... only joking about Anth. Anth, right. So last week, <laughs> <clears throat> last week I mentioned... There's a friend of ours, Ant. He's a DJ. He's also uh, a trainer to be a wrestler. Very lovely man. Got a Macam accent, a Sunderland accent, and I mocked it last week. And he tweeted me saying, I'm barred from all events uh, that was going on. <laughs> what did he tweet you saying? Uh, it's something like, awful voice, eh? And I responded oh. saying, oh, I was talking about a different Ant from Rice. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't think he's annoyed. I hope not. Sorry, I've ruined your introduction. Can you big me up a little bit more, Matthew? Oh, okay. Um, in that case, this is Adam. Stuffed crust cheese pizza. <laughs> Thank you. And the lad that we all love, who always thinks we're being hard on him for some reason, but he is <laughs> number one in our charts. For some reason. Jack. Pepperoni pizza. <laughs> the How the hell are you, mate? I'm really good, Matthew. I'm I'm all right. It's been a busy day, but it's not been a bad one. How are you? I'm grand. I had my existential crisis the start of the week. I've got that sorted out. So rev ready and whatever word begin with R follows that for this podcast. And yourself, Pachidi. What Wait, what was your existential crisis? Oh, it's a thing that I think most people go through right now, COVID, and just wake up one morning like a Monday and go, I think I've wasted my life here. Watching yeah. wrestling. And by <laughs> Thursday, you're like, you know, A-E-Dub, A-E-Dub. It's all right. So it happens. Uh, what about yourself? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling this week. I, I, I put a tweet out a couple of days ago or, well, it's like three in the morning. Um, just because my sleep is so bad at the moment, I'm functioning on at most four hours, but generally about two hours sleep a night oh. at the moment. Yeah, it's got really bad. And I know it's the streams that sort of mess me up again. And I just can't get back into the routine. So I asked people like what they recommended. Um, and 
Uh, got a few suggestions there. So I've got myself like a Bluetooth sleep mask, which has like little speakers um, but in there so I could play like relaxing sounds or crime watch. Um, and uh, what else? These gummies, was it serotonin or melatonin? Serotonin. Something. Yeah, serotonin. You can't, you're not legally allowed to buy them in the UK, I think. All of the websites that I tried to buy them from, it said does not ship to the UK. But I managed to find somewhere that will ship to the UK. I might be admitting to buying... Yeah, that's a good thing to say in the same same sentence as Crime Watch. It's I uh, body drugs. <laughs> have you got to? Do they deliver to your flat, or have you got to meet them like at the beach at midnight and they come in on a raft? It was like a buy one get one three th- free thing. I have, I have to buy a kilo of coke. Yeah, but yeah. then I get then I get the free gummies. <laughs> no, they're just going to post them to me, and hopefully. Uh, the police don't turn up at my door. I, I don't know if I'm admitting to something really bad there, but that's what's happened. Uh, other than that, I'm absolutely grand, Matthew. Good. And a question to ask, what what do you do before you sleep? Are you going straight from streaming The Bill and then going to your bed, or is there anything in between? No. I, I, this is the thing. I, I look at my phone all the time. I'm always ah. just doing... I know it's bad, and I'm going to get that thing, that filter that takes like the blue light out, and I can't remember what it's called, but the there's some app that will basically turn your screen a bit orange or something because that the blue the off is the thing that messes with you. Um, so I'm going uh-huh. to do that. But no, I, I was like... If I'm laying there, I try and drift off. To, I've always drifted off to something, whether it's like old episodes of The Simpsons or crime documentaries or whatever. So I do that, but then I get restless. And so I, I just lay in bed browsing the internet, just looking at Wikipedia articles until about five in the morning. Mm. It's not healthy. I know it's not. It's just getting no, back into that's... a routine, though, isn't it? That's, that'll fix me. Yeah. I guess everyone's different because I'm the opposite. I've got to fall asleep to like nothing. I need like silence to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Um so that's a bit, that's a bit, but I've recently learned that I, I've quite enjoyed it. I've been leaving my, uh, especially since it started to get, the days have started to get a bit shorter, started leaving my blind open and just letting the sun wake me up. That's nice. Which is, it actually works quite well, unless I've gone to bed too late and then I'm like, oh God. Yeah. But you know. Somebody, one person, oh, it was Jen in fact, recommended one of those um, sleep lamps that like emulates the the sun was the word that I'm looking for. It, 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 it's like yeah. the sun. It gives you the same light. And that's apparently that's just the nicest. It makes sense. The most natural way to wake up. So I think you're doing it right. Maybe. I still set an alarm just in case, obviously. It yeah, doesn't yeah. always work. But yeah. It's, not, it's a nice feeling when you beat your alarm. Mm. <laughs> it's the best feeling when you beat your alarm on a weekend and then you can go back to bed. Because you forget. Oh. You're like, oh, no, I've got. Oh, no, I don't. Mm. Excellent. That is a good feeling up there. Getting in bed first. Then oh, taking okay. your socks off. And I saw plenty of people tweeting you that, by the way. That's yeah, the mafia influence of the podcast people. Mm-hmm. And it is interesting that there are some people addicted to hard drugs, people addicted to hard lifestyles and adrenaline. And we have the grandmaster of Cultaholic addicted to streaming, blind date. <laughs> that's the issue he has with himself. Oh, I mean, it could be a lot worse, mate. Yeah, now, that's true. Sorry, just now that you've mentioned Twitch, Matthew, while I remember, Owen reminded me. Um, do you know what a Twitch raid is? I had one last night. Right, right, right. So after me and uh, Owen had finished our stream, we did a raid on on your stream. Right, And yeah, yeah. Uh, I went to the shop, came back. Owen was sat watching your stream. I got back in and Owen was like, we still not acknowledged our raid. <laughs> he just sat there. I did. Just very rudely just carried on. It came 100, up. 100 extra, 100 extra viewers for you, mate, but it's all right. No, don't worry about it. It's fine. I did said Cultaholic, um, 99 people have 
coming and invaded and I went, get in. And then I thought like <laughs> people in the, right, you know, they're like, it's us. But I was looking for the comments, you know, like Anth at Cheese Pizza says you suck at this game or something, but nothing came up. Uh, instead, also a bit of distraction. I might as well segue this into the news because I know we try and keep this lighthearted and everything, but as it is wrestling and news, there is going to be a lot of negativity. So we'll get out of the way. And again, we'll start being nice and frivolous afterwards. And I don't mean any be callous for anything like this. Um, something that I found out doing the, the stream last night, midway through, someone having a message. Uh, Birmingham wrestler Ryan Smile, who wrestled bloody everywhere in the in the UK, uh, from up to down. And then it's not like ICW or Progress, but pretty much everywhere else. But I had his biggest success, both in terms of uh, the match quality and his ranking on the cards with OTT in Ireland. He was there from the very first show and just was a part of every show, kept going up and up, was the main eventer, winning titles and everything else like that. Yeah, he's uh, passed away. Um, he's younger than me, and that's that. It's very hard. Uh, good. I never really knew the guy, never interacted with him. I think I only saw him wrestle once, and that was at Southside. But the reaction online, you know, when people are coming out and saying that he, he was bigger than every locker room that he, he was in, for example, I saw someone say he had a very, very popular backstage. Absolutely gutted. Um, mm. Did you ever see him wrestle Jack or anything? Remember I've anymore? never met him and never seen him wrestle, but I've watched, I've obviously watched his matches. I've never seen him live. And yeah, he's just tremendously talented wrestler. Um, one of the figures of like the big UK wrestling boom where like people would mention all the big names, but then I feel like he was just as good as, as any of them really, wasn't he? He was, he kind of deserved to be talked about more at the time, but I mean, Everyone, everyone, I think, has since realised how good he was. Uh, so, yeah, it's just right. a... And so young as well. I think he was 31. Yeah. Yeah. Or thereabouts. And then about an hour before we started doing this podcast, uh, Kirsten Beck, the Triple Crown winner of Dubek Stub, uh, the man who would wear the cummerbund very fine in his last few appearances in Dubek Stub to show up and be a silly bugger, uh, announced that Dubek Stub tweeted that he'd passed away due to uh, brain cancer. Wow. And again, I had no idea about that, so that came out of nowhere. Um, and again, same thing, the outpouring of support, people going, it was a great help. And there's a lot of stuff that you don't realise, like, you know, it, it sounds weird, but if you spend your life on Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that and only seeing the little bits, the little bite-sized chunks wrestlers and people in wrestling give you about their life, and it comes out, there's all the stuff that you're just not aware of, that you don't see, the great unsaid stuff, all the help they give backstage, all the support they give the young up-and-comers. The wrestlers saying, oh, so-and-so gave me my first match. The first time they said, oh, good job, kid. It made me feel like I belonged and all the stuff that goes unnoticed that then gets noticed when they're gone. Yeah, gooded. Um, and again, sorry to bring the mood down, but I think it'd be very callous not to mention these things. No, of course, the yeah, yeah. podcast. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's worth mentioning that um, the OTT have launched a, a fundraiser for, for. Thank you. Yes. Um, in the memory of, uh, of Ryan, uh, which is online, and I, I looked at it about um, thirty minutes before we started, and it's 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 really really close to hitting the the target. It's over five thousand euro already, and that's obviously just going to grow more. And a lot of a um, lot of his his friends, fans, yeah, um, he's, supporters, um... all all donating there. So we'll leave a we'll leave a link in the the description of of this. Um, he's got a I think he's got a young kid that he's left behind as well so wow. it's obviously like it's to support the family and stuff so mm -hmm. yeah yeah so we'll move on now to the rest of the news uh, sorry for the yeah. gears. Uh, 
uh, WWE using recorded footage on NXT's LED screens, apparently. So it was Adam who told me this news. Um, this came from a fan on Twitter called Jesse... Is it Davin or Davin? I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. Jesse Davin, I, I think. Mean, yeah. Who... Um, what did she do, Adam? She like put up a post of her saying, look, I'm on TV, but yeah, I'm not. I'm yeah, watching she, AEW. <laughs> she was watching the other show. Uh, yeah, so what they've been doing is... And it's... It, it's like people are getting bothered by it, but it's just it's just TV, isn't it? Um, I feel the same way about the people who are like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they're telling us to cheer and boo." It's just well, it's just a, it's just a TV show, and that's that's sort of the way it works. If you go to a, any other show, there's a there's a little light at the top that says applause. But anyway, they've been recording footage, reaction footage, and then playing it in the background. So I guess they don't have to have a live crowd all the time, and they've just got a video wall that they've. I guess they've got tighter control of as well. There's nobody doing that um in the in the background or anything so they've just been playing that um and yeah people have been getting people are getting upset about it i don't think it's a big deal at all um i guess because nxt is often taped so they can't really i mean they could get people to like tune in for the tapings but it would but be then weird. the leaks yeah the spoilers yeah. would leak wouldn't it yeah yeah so i do get it um but everyone's i mean everyone loves a bit of aggro yeah Surely the spoiler now will just be so-and-so is injured. Yeah, NXT yeah, right. having horrendous yeah. luck with injuries, yeah. Do you see the picture of Finn that went out today? I oh. did. He's, you know, I, d- I did a news video, and genuinely the first thing that popped into my head when I saw the picture, you know the frog on The Simpsons in the um, in the Treehouse of Horror episode um, where he's puking in the classroom? Oh. Just this horrible thing. There's like a witch that casts a spell on him. It might be Bart even or something. I can't remember the, the thing. But he's got like a big bulbous face. He looks like he look. He's so he, he looks dreadful for a man who is so attractive as well normally. So hopefully he gets well soon. He'll be and fine. everyone else. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just glad. I'm glad they're not stripping the the title or doing that because that'd be horrible to do that after carrying cross as well. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, small on face or not, he can still get it. Uh, speaking of getting it, uh, John Cena is now married. No, that's when you stop getting it, right? Right? Am I right, boys? (laughs) Never kissed a girl. The old ball and chain at home. (laughs) Bloody hell. (laughs) Can't live with him, can't live without him. eh? Nag, 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 nag. You get more for life, don't you? No, not more for life, more for murder. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations to it. I think it's, I think it's lovely. Uh, good, good for John Cena. I watched this uh, red carpet interview um, before I did the news video, and I'd seen it before, I think. But it was, it was John, and the, the interview goes, "Oh, you're here with someone special today," and he just said with like such pride, and you could tell it really sincerely, just went, "Yeah, she's very, very special." And I was like, "Oh, well, good, for, good for him. That's lovely. That's nice." Didn't get the invite, even though he follows me on Twitter. Doesn't follow me. He follows everyone on he follows Twitter like, as well. Yeah, he follows like just random accounts. Yeah, what's going on, John? Start tweeting him. I think that's the way to do it. I think if you start, no, if you start tagging him in stuff, because it's not him doing it, is it? He, he's 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 stolen a load of guff from like bloody uh, uh, inspirationalquotes.com, copied and pasted it, and just set it up on Buffer or whatever. It just one goes out of de- they're rubbish. They all contradict one another as well. It's just nonsense, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I'm having a go. Congratulations to the guy. Life is a team effort. It's all about the individual. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> we have to climb the mountain of conflict, John Cena. <laughs> uh, Joey Ryan suing Impact Wrestling. Oh, bloody hell. And after a quick read of the summary, the issue seems to come from, the contract says you could release me this way, but you did it this way. 
and you go, oh, okay, maybe good old JR has a point there. And then you see he's suing him for $10 million. And it must be 2005 because suddenly everyone's a TNA fan. So good luck there, Joey. And on the happy bit of the news, like in real news in real life, WWE's Sami Zayn open to appearing on the Great British Bake Off. I've never watched an episode. I, I searched uh, Great British Bake Off after the Sami Zayn stuff went out because I'm not familiar really. And everyone was just ragging on Matt Lucas. Right. Not, for, not for doing blackface 15 years ago, <laughs> but uh, being a crap presenter apparently. They hate him. So my uh, the old ball and chain, she loves it. She loves Bake Off. <laughs> and I was watching it with her recently and... Uh, I can see it. I can get the criticism because I've not watched a lot of Bake Off in my time, but I know the format. I know the, the way it goes. And with Sandy Toxvig and Noel Fielding, Sandy was very much the straight woman and Noel Fielding was the, the slapstick, the silly one. Now you've just got two silly buggers just farting about when all these people are trying to bake bread and they're like, oh, I can't even begin to do what they're so absurdist, obviously. But it's just there's too much silliness now and not enough. You need Sandy back. You need Sandy. Don't know why San- Sandy ragged on me once. <laughs> Did she? Yeah, when I was doing the Girl of My Dreams thing. She was on, I think it might have been Graham Norton or Richard and Judy or something, something like that. And she she took the piss out of me. So I don't like her. Well, who was it before? It was Kim and, not Kim and Aggie, Mel and Sue. Mel and Sue. Mel and Sue. Who's Kim they and Aggie? Well. The cleaners, the cleaners, yeah. not, the, not them. Mel, Mel and Sue were good as well. Right. Seen. But And then Noel Fielding was surprisingly, he took to it quite well when he started. But now... You've removed the key Sandy Toxvig element, even though she's your, like your rival and stuff. You yeah. hate her, but Once you I need her back. Oh. Yeah, we do we need her back. So it, it, Sandy, I guess, doesn't want to do it anymore. We'll get Sammy Zayn get... to be the. I was going to say, yeah, there we go. I don't know why Sandy left, but yeah, Sammy Zayn wants to. He wants to do it. He wants to go on it. Yeah, it'd be great. I'd I mean, watch it. Yeah, I'd love to see him halluva kick Paul Hollywood. Is he still Ooh. on it? Yeah, Paul's still on it. He's he's a weird. He's a um, he's a. Um, I don't trust him. I don't. I don't watch the show, but I, I look at it. He's I, a very slimy. I was. Dude. I did a bit of research because I'd learned that it, there was there's rumors of him having like affairs with previous contestants and stuff. And he recently split up with his wife a few years ago. It's all reportedly because of this, allegedly, I think. And on the Wikipedia article, it said. Uh, Paul has recently split up with his girlfriend of 24 years. I was like, oh, that's really sad. Then I read it again, split up with his 24-year-old girlfriend. I was like, oh, no. Oh, Paul, no. <laughs> How old is he? He's got to be like early 50s, right? <clears throat> I mean, he looks great for his age, obviously, but I think he's probably... I mean, he's not 24. <laughs> Paul Hollywood. Mm. Paul Hollywood, is, he's 54 years old. Well, well... Bit of a gap. He looks like the sort of bloke that would pop up on an episode of Don't Get Done, Get Dom, doesn't he? Like a do- He looks like a dodgy trader, but they put a suit on him. He's been selling dodgy hot cross buns. <laughs> He's been selling pills to a bloke in Newcastle to help him sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you are, mate, take these. Because he's, he's from Liverpool. Do you oh, is he? Right. He's, from ask- the- he's from near there. Hmm? And you ask how he's doing, he's like, oh, I'm great, mate. I've just cut off that ball and chain, know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this can't be, this can't be <laughs> called Ollie Podcast, <laughs> the misogynistic edition. It's all satire, everyone. We're not actually. It is, yeah. Come on. I mean. Yeah, we're not really like this. <laughs> anyway, on that happy note, 
Let's move on to the next bit. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Now it's time to have a look in. The Hall of Fame. And in condescending order from last week. And third place, Golf With Your Friends. Are you joking? 22%. Sorry. It does look like a fun game, though. Mm, It's fun. With the right friends. Yeah, golfing with the right friends might be a winner this week if I haven't got any picks. Mm. Oh, in second place. Are you ready? Crime Watch. (gasps) What can I say? That's the... uh... That's our non-UK audience messing it up because yeah. if they if they had experienced Crime Watch and you can on YouTube, I'd recommend it. Um, then they would know, but that's fine. Ignorant. Crime Watch, or as we call it, Benwell looking out the window. And in first place, Gannon of the Cinema, forty-six percent. Well, I'm very pleasantly surprised at that because I read it back in my head like, go to the cinema. Like, all right, that's a bit fate. That's a bit. Crap and ordinary. No, it turns out I'm right. I should have had conviction with that. Gant the cinema, the smell of popcorn wafting when it comes up the big title screen that says GoldenEye 15 rating, you know, and everything. You're like, oh, here we go, lads. Yeah, lots of people missing it, not just myself. I don't get it, you know. I, I don't, I hate this. Yeah, cinema. you said this last week. Uh, Why is that? I think it's, uh, I've said this before, I think, but I think it's literally the worst place you could watch a film. Um, because it's it's <laughs> because right, the screen is too big. Sound like such the a screen is it's, too it's big. Way, you know, I'm joking a little bit with that, but it's way too loud, and it is actually too loud. And I know you love your bollocks getting blasted off by Kira or whatever it was, but um, does not. And you're surrounded by people who either spend the whole time muttering and whispering to each other loudly in popcorn, or even worse, laughing at the wrong bits. Ooh. I hate that. I, hate the, the, I when you go and see a film and you're laughing at the right bits, the funny bits, and they're laughing at the the, the not funny bit. I, it was at Bora actually. I remember that they were all laughing. I mean, the whole film's pretty hysterical, in fairness. But I was like, the the biggest laughs were the were the cheapest jokes. So I want to watch it on my own. And just in, instead of laughing, because you don't laugh on your own, do you? you just sort of exhale out of your nose just to every time I find something funny. Some lad just went past and did a bloody ollie on his skateboard. Bloody hell. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I just couldn't believe that. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. What a trick. Get him in quick. Oh, you can <laughs> Sorry. I agree with you, though. I think the cinemas, I think I'm not a fan. Went far more when I was a teenager than I did now. And it was just an excuse to try and hang out with girls, wasn't it? I mean, me and, me and, like, me and like four of my mates and like four of our girl mates all went to see High School Musical 3, which none of the lads wanted to actually go and see. And I remember sitting down in the cinema, looking down the row, and it's me, one of my mates on this side, and another one on that side, and then two of the other lads managed to sit with the girls. And I looked at my mate Johnny, and he was like, we've been absolutely done here. And then just had to sit through High School Musical, couldn't even have any bants with the... Yeah. It's rubbish, isn't it? It is rubbish. My first proper girlfriend when I was like 16, um, because... I had to share a room with my brother, so couldn't like entertain at, at, um, at my house. So just to get out and get a, have a bit of independence, we used to go to the cinema all the time. And I remember we used to go every week. And they the the, the ladies who worked in there because it's just a little cinema, ride cinema. Um, they they must have thought we were canoodling on the back row, willy through the popcorn container and all that. Uh, and we weren't, we were because I didn't have the guts to kiss her or anything. But um, 
we went to see a film, and I think it was called Ladies in Lavender, and it's basically oh, yeah. <laughs> Last of the Summer Wine. It's it's oh. not a film for sixteen year olds. And I remember them handing us the tickets and going, "You won't like it." <laughs> Watch this film, but it was nice to be out of my brother's bedroom. Well, our bedroom, I guess. Fair enough. Anyway, well Aww. done with the cinema winning. Oh, thank you. That sounds so genuine. I'm, I appreciate that. Mine this week is listening to music. <laughs> Don't you just love listening to music? Mine's breathing. <laughs> well, you say that, but I've not done a lot of exciting <laughs> things this week. And you try and bait them on things, cool stuff. And I've already used the, you know, my A-list material, like taking off your socks in bed. And it's nothing I'm really struck down by the lightning bolt of smartness. So I'm going to have to go with something... Very basic, but something very close to my heart being in the Northeast. And we know that representation is important. The pie. Get out. Get out. The meat pie. Get out. Steak and kidney pie. You take a bite out of it. It's a bit hot, so you stop, wait for it to cool down, and the gravy cools out of it. Wait a second. Right, before we start (laughs) recording this segment... Matthew was trying to think of a Hall of Fame pick and he muttered under his breath, oh, oh yeah, Chinese. Well, how have you got, have you got, from, have you got, from, how have you got from Chinese to pie? I was literally going through my head like, what have I done this week? And it's just, it's had, had, had two meat pies and a Chinese. And I'm like, well, I might need a Chinese next week because it might be another humdinger of a week. So I thought I'd go with the pies this time. So, what, what, so I'm pretty sure we've done a takeaway version of the Hall of Fame before anyway. Probably. How did yeah. pie, How did pies pip the Chinese to the, uh, to the post there? What, what, was, what gave it the cutting edge? Because it was edge? a really good meat pie I had this week. <laughs> right, okay. Pucker? And I haven't... No, no. Um, it was at Morrison's, which is a supermarket I'm allowed to go to. And they have the hot ones. <laughs> No, backtrack again. Come on. Why are you banned from other like, supermarkets? Well, no, 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 that's not what I meant, you silly sod. Like, uh, we're in tier that. two now. Um, it was speculated we're going to be in tier oh. three, but oh, right. we're not, which is good. So we're still all right, but we're all feeling a bit better than we did last week because we're not as bad as Liverpool. Yay. Sorry, sorry, Paul Hollywood. But <laughs> so I'm allowed to go to the supermarkets and they do the stuff there that in a little bag so you get two uh, meat pies in a bag and I get in and by the time you get home they're still warm and that's been ages since I've had a pie or a pasty but that that's it what I mean but there's no but no, yeah pies, pies are delicious meat I'm, I'm pies meat pies specifically meat pie yeah not like the apple pie no no it's a different no no but like meat meat dirty meaty beefy breakfast pie so on the Patreon you want me to put dirty meaty beefy breakfast pie Oh, you know what? I love that. That'll make it sound way more yeah. exciting than what it is. Absolutely. Big, dirty, stinking pie. Yeah, dirty, no, a, stinking a steak pie. pie. Lovely. Pie, I'm, I'm, pie, I'm with you. I, I live opposite a fish and chip shop, but their pies are really, really bad. And it oh. really upset because I love it. A pie oh, yeah. and chips, all covered in gravy. Amazing. But I had a, I had a steak pie from there and not not nice. It was awful. <laughs> Great. Oh. oh, that was, that was okay. Take a bow. No, I wouldn't have a pie from a fish and chip place. It just doesn't taste the same. But because uh, it's not just Greg's, there's Dixon's and there's all those um, other places, whatever. I but hate we have a Dixon's, Dixon's in Newcastle. 
I what? hate Dixons. Well, I know there's probably Why? like a Geordie institution. Because right, yeah. I ordered some Dixons off of um, off of Uber Eats or Deliveroo or something. And instead of what I ordered, which was like a bacon roll and oh, it was an all-day breakfast or something like that, they sent me two Savaloy dips, which is the worst oh. thing I've ever eaten. I've never... You don't like Savaloy? I think Savaloy is from my neck Mate. of the woods. I think that's a South Tyneside thing. It's not a Savaloy, though, because a Savaloy has a skin on it. This was, no, a, this pe- this been... was a peeled sausage. What the hell is oh, it? Oh, yeah. This Co- have been covered a... in peas pudding, and I can't remember the sauce. I, 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 I'm not wasteful with food at all, but I took one bite and threw it straight in the bin. Oh, it was, I, I'm, I, I'm not fussy either. I'm not a fussy eater. I, I'll eat anything, but not a Savaloy dip. Horrible. So Southern. So very Southern. Well, I, I should have given it to somebody. I should have found a, a, a homeless person or something and given them you know, the, the Savaloy dip. But you know, you know, I've always wanted to ask you there because <clears throat> you know you're from an island. Mm. Does that mean have you spent a bit of time, more time than like the normal person would growing up, like on boats and stuff, or just not? Is that not not, not really? Get getting no. the ferry over. Is oh right, the, the most boating that I do. Um, no, not really. I mean, Cow's Week on the Isle of Wight is this big like regatta boating festival thing so uh, some do some don't but i'm from a working class background as you know so not me that's sad because every time i've been somewhere whether it's just like cornwall or like somewhere abroad i'm like i just really enjoy i really envy the people who live who have like a like a semi naval sort of life like just chilling on boats taking tourists around and that i'm like oh it must be class yeah, I, yeah, we did a fishing trip when I worked in uh, in Newquay, and I thought the same as you. I was so excited for it, got seasick in like twenty minutes, spent four hours while everybody oh, else was God. fishing, just vomiting <laughs> off the side of the boat. So I, I know it's not for me now. So I'm actually quite happy. My dad is so fiercely proud of the fact I was. I remember doing the same. I went on a fishing trip in Cornwall, and there was four of us, four lads, and two of us were sick, and two of us weren't, and I wasn't. I remember telling my dad and he was like, yeah, you won't be getting seasick, son. Neither side of the family gets seasick for you. And he was so like Geordie proud of <laughs> something that's just completely not optional. It's just like you're one or the other. And he was like, I, we don't get seasick. No, we don't get seasick. <laughs> so proud of that. <laughs> that's nice. Well, you're not seasick, but what is your pick for Hall of Fame this week, Jack? I've got two and I can't choose between them and they're both rubbish. One was going to be food-based because... But then you did it. I was going to go for spicy food because I just lo- I just like a bit of spicy food. I know, Not I know. But instead, I'm going to nominate um, the bloke from uh, the shop, the corner shop near mine. <laughs> what, Mr. His- what's his name? Uncle Benny his name. or whatever. The guy- his name. Oh, no, you live in a different area uh. now, don't you? Oh, not Ricky. I, I was thinking no, no, of Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Ricky's fun bags Ricky, or whatever they're Ricky. called. Ricky Slushy was bad. brilliant. Ricky was when I used to live with Sam and, and Gilly. C- congratulations to Gilly, by the way. His band Home Truths have been signed. So check oh, out Home yeah. Truth. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yes. Oh, yeah. But when I lived with Sam and Gilly, I've already nominated them for Hall of Fame before, though, so I can't. But um, we lived around the corner from a, a corner shop run by a man called Ricky. It's the one on the bottom of Heaton Road, Matthew. I know what that, you mean, yeah. It's like a red build-it, yeah. And uh, he used to sell Ricky's, Ricky's Kinder Surprise. <laughs> I think it was called uh, Uncle was, Ricky Surprise. Is, there's, an uncle uncle, in there. there's an uncle. Ricky. There's an uncle. There's an uncle. Uncle Ricky. It wasn't as creepy as that. It was just a. It was just a Kinder Bueno that he'd put in the freezer. That's all. He it charged was. like one pound fifty oh. for it, didn't yeah, he? It? It, he was, it was way above it. market. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You could just and, get and, one and put it in your freezer at home. 
bags of slush. It used to sell bags of yeah. like plas- little plastic bags but, that you would pour slush into. Yeah, it's but deranged. Ricky, Ricky wouldn't Ricky wouldn't push that on you. He'd never try and like sell it to you. It was up to you whether you wanted to buy it. Good you know, he'd bro. never he wasn't like trying to he wasn't trying to con you. You knew what it was, and it was crap. <laughs> yeah. How much is a bag of slush, Uncle Ricky's fun? I've never bag? bought Surprisingly enough, I never needed a bag of slush from Ricky. <laughs> How do you drink it? You pour it in or eat it with a spoon or something? I don't know. Do you get a straw? You must get a straw. You must do. I don't know. But anyway, the bloke at my new corner shop, local, because I don't go there that often. There's a Tesco just down the road. But if I'm just after like one or two things, I'll just go to the corner shop instead, right? And there's a lad in there. He's probably probably around my age. He's definitely like in his 20s. I can't really work out how old he is. But um, I went in just before. To just get a few bits and but in fact here I got some uh, got some deodorant and some like shower gel and stuff and um, this was literally shoulders. like well yeah because it was just before the podcast uh, and he went oh your card's been declined on the contact listing so I was like oh right okay so then I um, tried it in the chip and pin thing and then as the receipt was coming out he went ooh and I was like oh really what and he went no just kidding me and I was like oh. You naughty man. And he always has a bit of a laugh and a joke. And I used to think that he fancied me, but I've seen him since have a laugh and a joke with everyone. He's just bored at work. So he doesn't actually fancy me. He's just... Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Bored. Yeah, I know. Is that having a a laugh? Because that would make me... I hate it when people do that. It's just like, they they make me panic. Yeah, well, no, because I'm I'm Southern and a little bit awkward. I don't know how to interact with people properly. And... (laughs) I panicked. Yeah, exactly. It, I, I, but then you then you faked a big like. Oh. I just went, oh god, and then I was like, I think I said like, thought I'd thought I'd been paid quite recently. What's going on here? But like, <laughs> you know, uh, he sounds like a hoot. Yeah, I'll nominate him. I'll nominate the bloke from the corner <laughs> shop near mine instead slu- of spicy. The... What? Sorry, I was gonna say yeah. The, the slush pusher is going in. No, not not him, not him, no. not no, 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 the not new, the slush pusher. I just want to say slush pusher. I don't care. Captain Slash. Captain Fake Out or whatever we're going to call yeah. him. He's going See, in instead. Just to add thing there, I prefer the guys and girls who work at these uh, these news agents all day. These off licenses who actually try and have a bit of crack here, rather than the people who, when you go in, are on their phones. And it's playing a video or a song or something, and they're not going to pause it or stop for it. Not for you, not for a customer, <laughs> not for their entire business models based around those people. I'm like, oof. Like, I don't expect you to like to go. Hold on, everyone, stop a customer. But like, ooh, you can at least stop playing your music. No, I, I agree. Like, actually, I feel like any Americans listening from, especially from big cities, will be confused because customer service over there is well different from it how it is over here. Yeah, like you really. They don't hide the fact that they don't want to be there. <laughs> There's no disguise about it. It's good. Um, you can even so take yeah. a, a bag of Doritos back opened because you bought the wrong flavour. <laughs> oh, that, that. that accommodating. If you're that way inclined. So, eh? I love that gets brought up, but I'm still, I'm not proud, but I don't feel shame because I've got the refund. So what happened was Matthew That's it. Borson, If I didn't get the refund, it's like, all right, I'm an idiot. But the Matthew fact that Borson, she went, you know what? That makes sense. And she gave me so, a... Can I just run it past? You bought the Doritos in the wrong flavor because it was a different country. So it was a different because they were packet. red. The packet yeah, yeah. was red. So and that's different you over there. Didn't read the packet and then took it back and got a refund. Nom, nom, nom. You know, and took it back and they were like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." Here's your money back. Wow, I wouldn't have the balls to do that. It I must happen a lot. No, it doesn't. 
<laughs> no, it absolutely does not happen a lot. They were nice to you. Of course they were nice to you because they don't care. It's not their money. They're working in a chain or whatever. Uh, and it's less hassle rather than some perhaps aggressive British person getting married. <laughs> Oi. Uh, I, I, I feel bad now as well for saying about, um, what's his name, Mr... What are we call him? He's just called no, Ricky. No, not Ricky. Oh. You know, the cashback, that transaction oh, Captain, declined. Captain, Captain Fakeout or something. Captain Fakeout, yeah. Because actually, it is nice when people make the effort, isn't it? And he, mm, it's my insecurity now, and my inability to talk to people that's no, the issue. Mm, now, the thing yes. is, right, there's a lad, there's a Northern Irish lad, and I don't know if you know this, Newcastle's crawling with Northern Irish people. But anyway, um, there's, one of, there's one of them. There's one of them in... Um, <laughs> There's a Northern Irish lad who works in the Tesco and he is genuinely like helpful and nice. And he'll have a bit of a little joke if it's not busy. And I just really like him. And you can tell he's doing it because he's just a nice bloke. I needed a light bulb once for my room and he told me which type to get. And he didn't have to. He wasn't even doing the transaction. He's sound. This lad that I've nominated for the Hall of Fame is blatantly doing it in a cynical sort of way. He thinks he's above you. I sense a bit of arrogance about him. Yeah, yeah. And so you want to put him in the Hall of Fame? (laughs) Well, just because it happened minutes before the hall of before the podcast, so it's better than spicy food. I thought you had a bad experience with spicy food this week. No, it's because I had a story attached to spicy food, Poodle which pants. is. Do you remember that documentary that you were doing with uh, Phil and Wilborn at What Culture when we were on the road? Ish. And you had to go around shooting stuff at every venue. Yeah, Wilborn was going to pretend that he was going to wrestle, or something. I can't remember the the thing. Yeah. You really got given free reign that week. Um, yeah, it was a laugh. <laughs> I was there sweating my balls off doing whatever. <laughs> and Adam's around. Anyway, um, at one point, we were just hanging about. The ring had already been set up. We were just waiting for the wrestlers to arrive. And Willborn and Phil came over. Phil's like little spider, isn't he, with his camera? Like, oh, get your picture, mate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like Phil. I don't know why I've done brilliant guy. I love Phil. Willborn goes, do you want to... Do you want a mint? And he gives me the sweet. And I pop, pop it in my mouth. Phil is filming and Wilborn starts interviewing me. But the interview is just a distraction technique. Starts getting hotter and hotter in my mouth. But I just thought it was a strong mint because I'm actually quite, like being seasick, I'm quite good. With, I've got an iron constitution, I think, is what we're, what we're learning here. And then Wilborn was like, how are you with their spicy food, by the way? And it clicked and I was like, oh. And I was like, no, um, I'm pretty good with it. Go and try it on... I think I said you, but I don't know if they ever did. They ever try it on you? I went to the shop and bought them. It was it was. Oh, you horrible! <laughs> you, they were the Rikishi. You were the Triple H of the operation. No, nah, it was uh, it was me. It was me, Wilborn, and uh, and Dixon. Um, and we would. You know what? It's because we didn't have any direction with the uh, with the documentary. We didn't know what we were doing. They were just like shoot a documentary for what culture extra, and so it quickly devolved into like just silly bollocks, and we would just like think of because we basically it's because the wrestlers of course didn't want to talk to us after the show we were put on the wrestler tour bus like going to all the hotels and you've got like big names on there now you've got the bloody the viking raiders are there you've got ricochet all the like big big names and certainly big back then as well we're not going to start a camera rolling when they want to dick about and like their their downtime yeah Yeah. right and uh, they so we had to think of something to fill it so we got some hot sweets and <laughs> did that. You also went in a skip, I think, at one point. Yeah, I can't remember why. 
You lived there was the implication. Funny stuff. Yep. (laughs) Ah, well, I'm glad you took that experience of uh, having no direction and just rambling incoherently onto other enterprises. (laughs) Speaking of which, what's your Hall of Fame pick this week, mate? Uh, I'm going to go online bingo because I did a I did a stream on oh. <laughs> I did a stream on Sunday night and I, don't, I, I get the impression now that sometimes that uh, I make it seem like I don't even like wrestling anymore and that's that couldn't be further from the truth because I really oh. really do but <laughs> but okay. my no I don't come on yeah no yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but my favorite streams recently that, that to do are the things that are completely unrelated to wrestling. And I, I had the idea on, what was it, Sunday, I guess. Uh, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna, just going to do this tonight. I'm going to buy 25 quid worth of um, online bingo tickets and I'm going to play them and we're going to chat. And it, it, was, it was so much. It helped that I had a bottle of wine and most of a bottle of Frangelico. So I was wankered by the end of it. But it's like a hazelnut liqueur. All right. Very Tory, I know. Um, <laughs> but it was it was so much fun, and I, I loads of people were were watching. I had like at peak close to a thousand people watching this absolute nonsense. Colt Cabana raided it, but the reason oh. I'm choosing online bingo is mostly because people started signing up and put me as their friend, which meant I got a fiver for each one to, to spend on the bingo, bonus oh. credit. But then I spent it on the bingo and I've won over £100. What? Yeah, right? What it week? Was, I know, so it's been really good. And, I, and online bingo, the other reason I'm choosing it, because that's a really crap reason, because it, it's been helping loads of people over lockdown, hasn't it? All of these old people who can't get to the bingo club anymore and they can't see their mates, now they can do it online. And I think that's really important for the community. Right. But I won £100. Almost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> almost with a straight face. <laughs> Nearly there, mate. Nah, it was uh, it was just really fun, and it, it, it's maybe I, I want to just do a load of nonsense streams now. Like I want to, when things are back to normal, I want to go to a car boot and just stream going around a car boot. I want to see how far I can push this bollocks, yeah, and get away with it. Uh, I'm really, I mean, not as not it's not as off the wall as that, but I'm really looking forward to when we can do the Robot Wars ones because you've yeah. said that you're not actually that familiar with Robot Wars. I watched it, oh. I, but I don't. You, you seem to be really. Um, I was up to speed really into it as yeah. a kid. Loved it. Uh, I could probably I name wait. five non house robots. Oh, I could name all the house robots. This is going to be good. I mean, I, I can't wait until we do it. But that's obviously when. If, when, if, if Newcastle and the Northeast goes down to tier one of the three tier system, is that still off the card? Can we still not do it? Then I, can't I think it's probably off the cards. I don't know. I'd have to. I honestly don't know. I can't right. follow rule, any of it. I don't know anymore. We're just being, we're being especially so, safe, of course. The rules um, are so confusing. Yeah, they are. Um, and it'll change next week as well, yeah. no doubt. We'll do it as soon as we possibly can, but I don't think we're going to be seen on camera together this year, are we? In, in it doesn't the same look like room. it. No. Yeah, it sucks. So yeah, online online bingo for me because I won. What's what's Cockney rhyming slang or whatever it is for a hundred quid? What's a p- uh, pony's twenty five, right? Hundred quid. A score? Is it a score? Or is that a ten? Yeah, I won a hundred GB. Loads of money. Loads of money. Yeah. <laughs> won a bit of a squid. Hundred quid. Way. Hey. I'm a Cockney. Yay. Weird. Rabbit, weird rabbit, 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 Jack rabbit. hates them. Yeah. I don't. I just hate London town. <laughs> London town. Silly names like Jubilee and Elephant. What's that about? Yeah. <laughs> of every week, Jack finds someone new to feud with. It's amazing. 
<laughs> I always hope you still have responded to that. The quaking in fear. But until then, wow, what a lineup. All star lineup this week. Maybe the, the worst one ever. Maybe the worst one ever, yes. <clears throat> uh, big, dirty, stinging meat pies. That's for me. Jack's is, uh, what did he call him? Dr. Tryhard. No, uh, I'll just call him, just put him as like the man from Jack's Corner Shop. <laughs> but I called him Captain Fakeout. Captain Fakeout, there we go. Sorry, sorry to get his name wrong. Captain Fakeout, a.k.a. Jack's new friend. And Drunken Bingo. It's bingo online, bingo. online bingo. I'm not, online bingo. I'm not a massive fan of it in, in person, especially if you've actually got to do the dabbing. Because this way, online bingo, you just watch your cards float to the top. It's great. Just sit there getting wankered. And in person, if you go to the bingo, people take it very, very seriously and you can't dick about because it's a sport. I love we just had 30 minutes of you basically saying you hate other people. Not true. I, 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 hate- I was bigging up the elderly, wasn't I? Saying I, I'm happy for them because they can do online bingo. And all I said is that I don't like people who try to have a laugh. <laughs> Is actually what I said. I'm just a wanker. Yeah, but you're our wanker, boss. <laughs> so if you agree with that sentiment, you can of course go to patreon.com forward slash coldaholic and place your votes now. This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. <laughs> and now finally uh, some wrestling. On SmackDown. Uh, this is part one of the draft, and we'll come to that at the end of this. Is the big question. Spoiler. Uh, big E defeated Sheamus in a Falls Count Anywhere match to end their feud. They go bloody everywhere and even scratch their backs up on sugar glass. It's very painful. <laughs> That's not from WWE.com this time. <laughs> I, I wrote that. Uh, oh, you yeah, did that. I, you know what? Sure. I think this is potentially... Um, it's, it's certainly my top three SmackDown matches this year, maybe even top three TV matches. I thought it was so much fun. It, it felt like a proper brawl, which is definitely like Sheamus's best role. He's a proper brawler and all that. But Big E just looked great coming out the other end. And yeah, I, I thought it was brilliant. I had so much fun watching this. Yeah. Jeff Hardy and Matt Riddle defeat The Miz and John Morrison. If that wasn't enough for you, Lars Sullivan made a shocking return. And, Freak! Uh, not, yes, not just on SmackDown, but also on people's DMs. Seconds after this aired on TV. Well done, Lars. You're nothing if not consistent. Wait, was it uh, that night that he was doing it? Uh, no, but no, it was that I night came out. All right. Oh, it was sure. okay. I know. <clears throat> right. Any thoughts here on the uh, return of Sullivan? I, I, uh, I didn't think he was going to come back. Like um, Vince likes him. Yeah, and I understand. Like, as a special attraction, I, I get it. Freak. But I, yeah, I just didn't think he was gonna he was gonna come back. And it's yeah, it's sad to hear that um, he's being a fool again. Yeah. Oh well. Sasha Banks defeated Bailey via DQ. And Bailey's a steel chair. I must have missed that. That actually happened on SmackDown. Yeah, it was. It only lasted a few minutes. And I, oh. I think they they were hyping it before the the show because it was a title match and everything. Um and. It was. I know this week is the season premiere, isn't it? But it was being like a, it was a big SmackDown because of the draft. And but I think everybody knew that it was not going to be a clean finish. There is it. Hmm. It's obviously going to go to hell in a cell. I saw people getting upset about it, but I think you need to get a life. <laughs> <laughs> I feel <laughs> like I feel like they shouldn't have had the match though. They should keep them apart until the the next big match they have together. 
Yeah, no, because then because the DQ it means this cannot be any normal match. It has to be da, 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 the gimmick right. thing. True, so. true. Speaking of which, uh, the Fiend defeated Kevin Owens with a mandible claw pin. Wasn't yeah. that good? I, I, no. I was expecting it just to be better. I had it in my head that it was going to be really, really good. If if I was doing it, I'd have. I guess it wouldn't have worked with all the the, the new day stuff. But I'd have put Biggie and Sheamus on last and made a big deal out of that. Mm. And then maybe mm. the the end is the the new day getting split up because they've been together for six years. It would have been pretty impactful, wouldn't it? But it yeah. was uh, it was an all right match and everything. I, I think in my head it was just going to be. Um, it, I thought it was going to be better, so I was disappointed on the night. But it was it was fine. Yeah, and I was going to say that wasn't the main event. The thing I'm about to say isn't the main event, so I didn't make it the main event of this bit because it means the most of this episode. The New Day, aka Xavier and Kofi, defeated Nakamura and Cesaro, new SmackDown Tag Team Champions, but only two thirds of them are staying on SmackDown. No, oh. no one third. No, yeah, sorry, beg your pardon, one third. Yeah, they're, they're, they're split up basically. And, mate, uh, probably talk about later on. Yeah, we'll talk about later on. Why not? It's got to, oh, this will last another 40 minutes. Um, Monday Night Raw Kevin Owens defeated Alistair Black in a no DQ match Gale hits the stunner and then pins Black after a powerbomb through the table while watching this match I I realised that Vince's weird obsession a little while ago with eyes and the losing of eyes means there's now like three or four lads running around the roster with one eye (laughs) Black's got one eye Ray's still got one eye covered up it's like where is that going to keep is that just a thing now and everyone will always think remember that remember that eye time I time. Yeah. <laughs> I time. I time. Yeah. Uh, Lars Sullivan crashed Miz TV, the only other place he hasn't posted anything negative on. Uh, Miz and Morrison did their thing with Mandy and Dana and Lars, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. Eddie Styles defeated Jeff Hardy and Seth Rollins. Well, no, just, triple... just to expand on that, oh, though, sorry. there was an interesting thing. Just because they haven't been together again for too long, it looks like they're once again going to break a tag team up because uh, Lars battered John Morrison and the Miz sort of slinked his way out of there so I think they're probably Stop. going to break them up yeah so, he bravely ran away he did he did that's, I think that's horrible horrible criticism of Miz there he, he knew what he was doing then AJ Styles defeated Jeff Hardy and Seth Rollins in a triple threat tag match according to Jeff Hardy after Elias <laughs> attacked oh, yeah. Jeff Hardy and <clears throat> I for one had forgotten about the existence of Elias uh, and he even says here fun little match until Elias comes out and st- stinks it up Oh, <laughs> I didn't mean that. I didn't oh. mean that. It, it was a really good. At least we got a really decent match out of it, and we almost got to the finish as well. It was about to end, and then Elias comes out, and the the camera work. I'll give props to Kevin Dunn because the camera work was really really good. Uh, it cut, and then immediately the, the the guitar shot. You see it. It was it was just well produced. Um, but I I don't mind Elias or anything, I, and I'm glad that he's heel because I hate babyface Elias. But I just didn't miss him. Did you? Did, did you notice he was gone even? I, what you said? Uh, I like him, but, you know, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Has he had a really good match? Did he have anything in yeah. NXT that I missed? No, he had a good match with oh. Rollins once. Right. Yes, he did. On yes. No on a pay-per-view, I think. Yeah, I yeah that mini-feud. I remember. But Do you his IC title reign? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But you said it best. As a bad guy, he's very entertaining. As soon as he's a good guy going, just want to say, Cleveland rocks, yeah, SmackDown. It's like, oh. Like, no, that's not why we like you. Anyway. Uh, where are we? Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke defeated Natalia and Lana. It says here, 
Pretty Blair. Hmm. B-L-E-U-G-H. Uh, Natalie and Lana split, and Lana cries her bloody eyes out. But at least she didn't get put through a table. Angel Garza <laughs> defeated Andrade, and the Fiend and Alexa Bliss attacked them both after the match, and also Zelina Vega. Angel wins with a wing clipper, then Fiend and... I just said that. Okay. So Andrade is off for surgery for a month, so I guess this makes sense for someone to get decked like this, but still sucks because I like Andrade. So there's also rumours that it's going to lead to a feud between... Like a mixed tag feud between Fiend and Alexa and God, uh, Andrade and Zelina Vega. But who's the who are the faces in that feud? Fiend and Alexa, because everyone loves them, don't they? Because they're so entertaining. They've been great just, together. Do you think it's just a quick feud to get them over a bit more? Yeah, yeah, just give them an established right. mixed gender couple. Yeah, I think so. Um but it was, I thought the, the actual image and the timing of the dual sister mm. Abigail's was really good. I think it looked, I think it looked really cool. Alexa's really, um, I know that people say, oh, she should never have won as many titles as she has and stuff. But I think she's so versatile. Any storyline yeah. you put her in, she just can do it. She's very charismatic. Yeah, agreed. Hmm. The Royal Tag Team Champions, The New Day, because them and Street Profits switched their titles. Oh, which is a nice oh. Deep. oh, go on, Jack. No, I just, <laughs> I just half jokingly said on a news video. Well, now the SmackDown champions are on Raw and the Raw champions are on SmackDown. I guess they'll just meet up backstage and swap them over. And then woke up the next morning and my Twitter was like, everyone was like, "You called it," but I can't take any credit because it it is in a way a quite predictable thing for WWE to do. Well, they, they you give yourself stupid coloured straps. And then you've got to do that and, and call them the Raw and SmackDown Tag Team Champion. Just call them something else and then you wouldn't have to do that. Like, they completed the, what is it, the Triple Crown or whatever because they've done NXT, Raw and SmackDown now, the Street Profits, that is. Um, and they, they, they completed that Triple Crown, which should be a big achievement that you could even work a storyline around. They completed it by just swapping them backstage in a 30-second segment. What, what's the point? What, what a waste. It was like when you've got all the Pokemon except the ones that are on Pokemon Red and you need to swap with your mate and like use Red. To, it was very cheap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, no. Blue, blue Belt can't be on Red Brand. Red, red Brand, Blue Brand. No, Red. It's like yeah. a crystal maze puzzle, basically. So, uh, Ricochet defeated Cedric Alexander via DQ and the stipulation was Ricochet went up to him and goes, look, all my friends have gone. We can't have this match every week. Uh, how about one last match, me versus any of yous? If I win, you just leave me alone forever. Uh, if you win, I join you. And they went, oh, great. And then Ricochet did the Eddie Guerrero thing. And uh, that's it over, I guess. Which he did amazingly. When he did, he did the sell, when he fell, oh, like that. Did you see the graphic that they put up? It was either before or during the match in the corner. It's the funniest thing that I've ever seen in wrestling. It says something like, um, if Ricochet wins, the Hurt Business have to leave oh. him alone. Leave him alone. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, there's Ricochet. Let's get him. No. Remember that stipulation <laughs> match that we did a few weeks ago? They... Okay. Leave it, Bobby. Leave it. <laughs> get out my pub, Ricochet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the new Raw Tag Team Champions, the New Day, defeat Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Uh, yeah. uh, Lana won a dual brand battle royal to earn a Raw Women's Championship opportunity, but not before Nia Jax comes out and puts her through a table. <laughs> but then she comes back at the end to limit Natalia and pick up the win, because that's the only finish that WWE know how to do in battle royals at the minute. 
Uh, yeah. I like the idea of Lana getting put through a table every week because you know those Family Guy jokes where it's for the first five seconds, you know, this isn't that funny, but then it keeps on going for 15 seconds. Like, okay, now it's funny. Like, I do think it would be a good gimmick change for Lana just be chilling backstage and talking about, wow, have you played the new WWE Battlegrounds? You can now get it for... And then she gets put through a table midway through it and no one notices or goes, wow, yeah, the new Battlegrounds, you can buy it now. And everyone goes about their day. I think that'd be a nice gimmick change for Lana. She's like she's like Kenny from South Park. Exactly. If Kenny got put through a table every episode. Now, of the three of us, Adam's the only one, I believe, who's been put through a table... Oh. I don't think you'd like to do that every week. Nah, but she's an athlete, isn't she? Right. Uh, used to it. Well, they're not. You. You don't. She. It's. It's a lot. That. That. It's not a real table anyway. It's like a. It's the announce desk that she keeps getting put through. It's right. just. It's just a, a. It's like a box. Is it? <laughs> I'm not, I still it just collapses. I, I it's, not, it's not going to go like that. I still it's just sort like of, it, but yeah, I still wouldn't yeah, find I'm sure it, it hurts fun, a bit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I could do that every week is what I'm saying. <laughs> if I got a Raw Women's title opportunity. Yeah, of course. Thank you. And then Big Brawl with Drew and Randy to finish things off. All the aliens try and separate them, but can't. So I'm just saying, not really good at their jobs then, really, are they? Just, you know. They've been true. feuding now for five months? Long form? Long, long time. Long time. Mm. Yeah, you, I, and I, I feel like it's just lost all impact. When they do that, that was the end of the show. I was just like, oh, is that is, is that it? We, we've sort of just, we've seen them go at it for yeah so long. It just doesn't yeah. mean anything anymore. Is it actually only since SummerSlam they've been feuding? Still a few months though. Yeah. Before SummerSlam, the build-up for that, wasn't it? Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. Oh, well. AW Dynamite. Uh, the FDR defeat best friends for the AW Tag Team Championships, but not that 20-minute match thing that they've been doing the past few weeks that made a big stink of uh, because they did a 20-minute thing later on in the show, just because. Wheeler hits Chuck with the belt behind the ref's back, allowing Hardwood to pick up the win. Uh, Ford returned with Miro, and he absolutely destroyed Taylor and Trent because they broke the arcade game that Kip was playing. And you can yes. tell he was playing it because we didn't see any footage of him actually playing it but he was behind the camera going, type it, type, type. Oh, I'm pressing the buttons. Yeah. Like a Thunderbird puppet. Oh, no. A, <laughs> A, B, now, B, A. I, hmm. A lot of people on Twitter hated that because they're saying that Bruce Miro is being wasted where he is. I would say not everyone can go in at the top. Oh, would you say that, Jack? What would he uh, I, I agree. I agree. Go on. We're gripped. He's back. I would say... I would what do you say? <laughs> that not everyone can go in at the top because then the only way to go from there is down. And it's happened with the likes of Cage and Brody Lee for a bit. Like, they lost to Moxley and then, you know, there was a... De- so by putting him in at the bottom and just slowly building him up more, I think that... It's not it's not as bad as people are saying, I don't think. And, and eventually, I'm assuming he's going to just batter Sabian and then go on his own. Eventually. Yeah. I, 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 I get the criticism in a way. I, I agree with you, um, but it's just a bit of a naff storyline, isn't it? It's not a, a when you, you've got somebody who, who debuts and then is immediately doing something that's just, I don't find it especially entertaining, if I'm honest. I, I, get, I get a bit of a, a vibe of like inmates running the asylum, like they've had too much creative freedom and someone needs, Tony needs to step in and go, you're not talking about computer games anymore on this show. <laughs> this is serious. <laughs> yeah. 
Bullshit. Oh, sorry. Remember when I should shout him out? Remember when Sabian did his best man thing, and then this guy called Puff came out first, and he was like, "Puff, no, mm. it's not, it's not you." <laughs> Tom recently did a uh, a thing with Puff, and Puff was buzzing about it, and put on Twitter, "Can't believe Cultaholic is shouting me out." I used to watch those guys all the time back when they were what culture? <laughs> oh, before we rebranded to Cultaholic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks Puff cheers mate yeah. cheers. I've actually on, on that uh, no I've got a, I've got an apology to make to Kip Sabian because after oh. the bingo stream that I did on Sunday night I did a raid and they were like oh who's online and it was like Adam Cole or Kip Sabian or Paige and I went, oh, I'll do, do Kip Sabian and apparently he was just spammed with bingo memes for about an hour <laughs> and, looked, and looked visibly pissed off. Uh, I oh, just, yeah. I just oh, pressed yeah, the button please. and went to bed. I didn't watch any of it. I just, I was, I was drunk. I just oh. passed out. Oh. But apparently, well, no, because it just disrupted his stream. So Kip, if if this gets back to you, which I'm sure it will, genuinely, genuinely sorry. And if you ever fancy a game of bingo, then you're you're welcome to come on and we'll we'll play bingo in a bingo controlled environment. <laughs> He's wow. good, Kurt. He's good. He's yeah, good I like va- him. Good value he is. I once heard him and uh, old WCPW commentator Dave Bradshaw have a big argument about who was better at Mario Kart, and it was very, very intense. Oh, I loved Dave. I, Dave was my favourite person at WCPW. And because I want to impress him because he's cool, I went, Kip, who do you play as a Mario Kart? And he went, Luigi, obviously. And I was like, oh my God, the gimmick's <laughs> real. It's just what he's like in real life. <laughs> Now, I like the idea of uh, Puff going to Kip backstage. He's going, like, Kip, Kip, they've apologised for, for Bingo Gate. And then Kip's like, don't want to talk to him. Don't talk to me about Bingo. <laughs> Just distraught. Uh, yeah, then Kip Sabian and Miro defeated Sean Maluta and Lee Johnson. Miro went right after Sean Maluta, taking the match outside. He tossed Maluta into the barricade and he did the game over. And that's good. I like the idea of a guy who can beat you up at Mario Kart, then beat you up in the ring. That, that that could work well, but it is a bit weird when they're like, we've got this arcade cabinet. Especially with no... Billy Mitchell has not returned. That's right. a plot, that there's a plot line they need to go back to. Months from now, yeah. Billy Mitchell will be like... He'll be the guy that interferes, hits him with a tag belt, like Joe C helped too cool win the tag titles that one time. I, I assume yeah. we're not going to see him again because he's probably suing them by now, right? Ugh. Uh no I don't just like lawsuits, no so I'm just going to say, you know what? Uh, wait a minute, I'll read the apology letter. Uh, Billy Mitchell's a nice man with nice hair. There we go. MGF's big announcement. MGF invites Jericho to the ring and gives Sammy a jacket. That's way too big. He'll grow into it. MGF said that he wanted to join the inner circle eventually. Ortiz took the mic. Ortiz. Ortiz took the mic and told MGF that he wasn't wanted in the inner circle. So Jericho calmed Ortiz down and said that the inner circle would have to think it over. Instead, Jericho told MGF that he wanted to meet him one-on-one next week for a steak dinner. <laughs> Which makes sense because they're both being big hams. What do you I'll think of this, Gigi? at the restaurant. I, I think it's great. Just any interaction. Jack was completely right, and it was a worthy winner in the Hall of Fame because their interactions together are fantastic. And I think he probably will join the inner circle for maybe six weeks. Go on. Ooh, go on. What do you th- what do you think's what and then they'll uh, kick him and out. And then yeah, they'll Yeah, Jericho'll get jealous. He'll start I, stealing the spotlight from Jericho or something like that. I think that he'll join the inner circle and the inner circle will oust Chris Jericho and MJF will be the new leader. And nice, then and got, then Jericho's babyface. Yeah, then we've got babyface Jericho trying to get his revenge. 
And then I guess yeah. Wardlow turns on MJF further down the line, maybe. That's better. Do Thank that, you, Tony. mate. Cheers, cheers, man. Kip, if you can pass that on to Tony for us, <laughs> that would be wonderful. Puff running backstage with messages from everybody. Tony, Tony, I've got a message for you. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, We've I got like some fantasy idea. booking from Coldaholic. I love those guys. <laughs> he follows me on Twitter, does Big Tony. Tony. Yeah. Does he? Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Can we talk to him? Can we get yeah. on the cruise next time It's when it's when things are back to normal? Can we get on the cruise finally? D- does he have anything to do with that? I assume that was just like Jericho. Oh, he's, to- he's Tony Khan? Yeah, I'm sure t- I'm yeah. sure Tony gets on for... Yeah he, could, he could, yeah, he could put a word in. Yeah. I don't think Conrad's going to big time Tony, but he might. Yeah. Is know. it Conrad that runs those? Conrad runs Starcade. Yeah. I don't know I if he runs the cruise. Jer- well, mm. I seems to Jericho. Yeah, anyway, Tony, if you are listening, sort it out, pal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of the Starscream and Transformers thing that MGF would do, but I also like the effect. They're going for a steak dinner. Is that like, Last time Jericho went for a steak dinner, he lost the bloody title. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Are they going to go? I swear we had Ortiz a minute ago and go drive off. It's on the hood of the car. It's going to fall off, and then days later, Omaha Steak proud sponsors are like, "I think you left this bloke here." Oh, I fancy a steak. Omaha Steak. Cody versus Orange Cassidy for the TNT Championship. Uh, Cody now with blonde hair again. So that means he's a goodie. Apparently, uh, the Dark Order tried to get involved, but were rejected by the referee after Orange Cassidy stopped John Silver from using the TNT title as a weapon. After loads of finisher attempts and near falls with time running out, OC rolled Cody up over the time ran out before the three count, ending the match in a draw. But more importantly, this week, Jack realised the pun. How does it work again? So they call Orange Cassidy's version of the Superman punch the Orange Punch, which I just thought was crap lazy name. Orange Punch, like the drink punch, Orange Punch. And it took me weeks and weeks and weeks to, uh, to get that. That's great. You know, Isaac Yankum, because he's a dentist. I get that. Um, Paul Bearer. I like this match. Paul Bearer, yeah. Yeah. Any uh, any more for any more? He's not just the best. He's not just the coolest. But he is just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't, though, was he? He was rubbish. No, that was the the joke. Um, Just just crap didn't really sell many (laughs) T-shirts. No, I really liked it as well. I thought it was an excellent match. Uh, But... I thought I, I still can't work out how they must have rehearsed that finish because the timing was so perfect on it. Like the referee's hand was coming down for three as time ran out. I was like, oh, I think it's really, really good. Really good stuff. Do you think he's going to win it? Who? Do it again. OC. Well, Derby, Derby was announced as the number one contender midway through the match. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think that maybe Orange Cassidy will linger about because he didn't, he, he had him beat, it looked like. So yeah. maybe, yeah. Hmm. How is John Silver not a pirate? Right. Stupid. Oh, I didn't get that either. Yeah. He's just called, I think he's just called John Silver. That can't be his real name. It's like calling your kid Bluebeard. John Silver. <laughs> Why is that Sorry, the gimmick? Because John Silver was long John Silver and he's short. Oh, oh maybe. Are you so he's not, he's not a pirate. He's an accessory. Mm. Oh. While he's looking at that. Tag team segment, it says here. The teams who are drawn to compete for a number one contenders to the tag titles end up being Private Party, <laughs> Silver and Reynolds, The Butcher and The Blade, and The Young Bucks. The segment ended in chaos after The Young Bucks started dishing out super kicks. Of course they did. The fannies. What did you think, Jack? 
Um, so <clears throat> love a tumbler in wrestling. Love that for the rumble and stuff. Wish they'd do it more often. Loved Silver and Reynolds' reaction when they got drawn. It was like they were on the prices right, running down to the ring. Have you got the silver name, Adam, by the way? It's his real name. Whoa. That's why he's not a pirate. Five oh, he's the four. Ch- Is he? Yeah. Ah. That's why he's not a pirate then, because it's yeah. just his name. Um, but also, in this segment, it brought back to me a bit of a worry about the Young Bucks, because I prefer them as heels. They're more natural as heels, but when they're heels... Everyone around them looks like idiots. They make people look like fools, I think. That's the danger with the Young Bucks. And they did it in Ring of Honor a lot. And I think that there was hints of it here. Like when the private party just shook their hand and then they just super kicked them. I'm like, "Mm." I don't know. Maybe it's part and parcel of just the Young Bucks heel thing. But I was a little bit wary. But I'm looking forward to the matches that will come out of it. Yeah, fully agree with everything you just said there, Jack. Yeah, agreed. Well oh, cheers, lads. Very concise. Cheers, uh, Shida defeated Big Swole for the AW Women's title because all the titles were on the line. Uh, Swole connected with the Dirty Dancing, forcing Shida to reach for the bottom rope. Shida replied with a patent knee strike to put Swole away and retain the title. It was all right. I wonder, I like, it like more it. than it was, if that makes sense. Uh, but like I said, AW put all the hype all the hype for all the divisions and all the titles this week, apart from this one. I guess we have to pay extra for AW heels for that. Do you feel like it's, it's, this whole thing has left people a little bit underwhelmed? Um, I don't know what the online reaction's been to it, but I, I, I assume that people are upset that there wasn't... Because it didn't feel, from, from, from watching it, like there was a big moment, was there? There was nothing that you could replay at the two-year anniversary of AEW Dynamite that happened on the one-year anniversary of AEW Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. I guess it wasn't that huge, was it? There was no big like Attitude Era Austin beer truck. There wasn't anything like that. Yeah, that is maybe true. That, but I oh gone. Maybe that's a WWE mentality that's sort of been drilled into me a little bit. Is that the moments right. are the most important thing? Where really, it all made sense. Like everything that happened made sense. There were some really decent matches, um, especially the Cody match and the and the main. And like every, it was just storylines progressing naturally. Maybe we don't need those moments. Maybe that's something to get out of. I don't know if anyone else feels that way. I, Go on, Joe. I get it. I do. I do get what you mean. But they do. I mean, I feel like they really do a great job of uh, building up to pay per views. And obviously, the last pay per view wasn't that well received. But every other time, pay per views have been full of like huge things that we can look back on. I suppose. Yeah, true. Know, they're good at they're good at the slow burn. Very good at that. But I. Uh, I just feel like the women's division needs more focus generally. Yeah. Yeah, what you were saying, Chidi, like, yeah, not necessarily focus on moments. The fact that the majority of this show was setting up stuff later on for next week and in case of Cody versus OC, two weeks' times, is a, is a reason why I like it. I like it when wrestling shows remember that it is episodic, it is every week. I think WWE's insistence on making, this is the most important episode, of blah, 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 and you're like, well, okay, but you've done everything now. I've not got much purpose or reason to watch next week, do I? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, this week they had the draft and everything, but sometimes you can just watch the episode and go, well, all right, didn't do anything to build up next week or say anything that's happening. So I like that at least nearly everything on the show was building up to something and giving you a reason to watch. And as good as John Moxley versus Lance Archer was, I was more interested in the fact that Eddie Kingston and his crew were there to yell stuff at him. And it's a shame that the highlight of the show wasn't on the show. Do you see who's returned on Twitter? Oh, oh yes. bloody um, Monty Brown. 
Yeah. Don't want it on you. Feel the pounce, period. Mental. Great. And a hell of a promo as well. Really fun. Oh, yeah. Crazy. One of that. wrestling's cool. biggest what ifs ever. Yeah. Absolutely. Had that, uh, you know, the, the cocaine energy of the 80s WF <laughs> promo, as we call it, but with the believability and that crazy pounce move. Incredible. Just, oh. Yeah. I so bet, I bet it was he a nice appearance. Archer. Because Archer does that move. I bet he taught it to him. Uh, yeah, he doesn't he do it as the, well as Monty Brown, though. My dad no used to does. sell wrestling t-shirts in his shop, and Monty Brown's was the one unsold one when he shut his shop. Nobody oh. bought Monty. I'd love that now. An Ooh. ironic wrestling t-shirt. Yes, please. Hey, nothing ironic about Monty Brown, pal. And now move on to the other show, NXT. The Undisputed Era defeated Danny Burch and Money Lorcan to become the number one contenders to the NXT Tag Team titles, with Strong hitting the running knee to pick up the win. How was it, Jack? Um, I like, I mean, I really like the Undisputed Era, so I'm glad they won. But I, I, I hope, I can't decide who I want to win the eventual tag match, because I like Brizango a lot, but, you know, I really like matches involving the Undisputed Era. What did you think? It would really hurt uh, Brizango rather to to lose them at this point because they haven't had a great reign so True. far. It would have been one. It will will become if that if they do drop the titles, one of the more forgettable tag uh, title reigns in NXT. So I think they need to continue, and I, I think maybe that's that's the plan because the focus is very much still on the Ridge Holland stuff, even though he's he's away at the moment. Now they're pushing the the narrative that. Um, he was paid or he was influenced in some way to go and attack Adam Cole. And so I think the focus is probably around that and the eventual reveal that maybe it was it was fish and, and strong. So yeah. hopefully that means, yeah, Breezango keep the keep the belts. Because I think they need them and I think it would really harm them. That makes sense. At this point in their careers where I think a lot of us didn't even expect them to win gold again, if they drop it now after such a an average reign, that would be that would be a shame. Mm. So what you're saying is we're gonna Somewhere along the line, get a Ridge Holland. I did it for to rock. I did it for to Burns. <laughs> yep. Jake Atlas defeated uh, Shante Adonis. Who, who? Jake Atlas. Shante uh, the Adonis. Oh, that's right. Yes, I remember now. Uh, battled in a highly competitive bout. I've been watching NXT, but Atlas one upped his opponent when he caught him off guard with a small package for the win. Afterward, they were ambushed by Legado del Fantasma, who retreated after Isaiah Swift Scott arrived with steel chairs to even the odds. Ooh. Wow, Atlas got a win. He Good did. Times. Yes. Um, I remember when he first appeared in NXT, I remember people from... Because, Matthew, I'm a bit in with some of the cool PWG kids. I met some of them over in Vegas. I'm just saying, right? So um, I saw a lot of them that I followed over there tweeting, buzzing, because they're from like the California wrestling scene. And they were like, Jake Atlas, get on NXT TakeOver next year for WrestleMania. But he's got a bit longer now, which is good. Because apparently LA is going to be 2022. So if Jake Atlas can get on that takeover and have a massive homecoming, that would be amazing. Yeah, well, he's got that to look forward to. Johnny uh, Gargano defeated Austin Theory. Wait a minute. Uh, was that a what? jibe? What's happened there? <laughs> do you no, not think he's going like, to do it? It's just that, like, no, in two years' time, he could be at WrestleMania. It's like, bloody hell. Yeah, true. Yeah, that <laughs> was true. funny. That's true. Gargano in control for a lot of it, but a decent effort from Austin. Gargano wins with the DDT and shows respect after the match with a nod. So it's a good guy now. 
No, I think he's just no. a tweet because he, he he comes back later um, in, oh, in the night. But in the same way that um, that I guess Finn acknowledged how great Kylo Riley was at Takeover, uh, it was just one of those. And I like that. I like the sort of blurring of the line and like them just respecting good wrestling. Do you remember at Mania this year when Seth and Drew shook hands after their match? No way, not not WrestleMania. Sorry, whenever Seth had his title shot against Drew, was it Backlash? Maybe. Right. Can't... They shook hands and then. Shortly after, was it? And then, it ne- nothing ever came of that. Seth was still a heel. I was like, "What? What's happened?" There? Yeah, Fifty was it Shades just of Grey and all that. Put put Drew over. I yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you're a really good wrestler, mate, because everyone yeah. knows that I am. Yeah, maybe. Candice <laughs> uh, LeRae defeated Shotzi Blackheart to become the number one contender of the NXT Women's Championship. Yay! Yay! Okay, Tony Storm is back. Feed Alia. Oh, Ember Moon's Jack? back as well. Well, Ember Moon's back as well, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you pick uh, Ember over her. Well, no, it's just from Takeover when it was like, I'm oh, back, right, I'm right, Tony right. Storm. And then it was like, who's this on the motorbike? Who's this super cool person? Um, I was no, weird. I, no, I'm, I'm glad that Tony's getting a little a little push, but I don't think she's going to, she's not going to beat Shirai. No, I don't think, but I think she's like in time, she's going to be a really big deal. I hope so. I, I feel she like she's go. one of the, the, like Vince is going to love her as well. I hope so. Yeah. Imperium defeated Killian Dane and Drake Maverick after match Ever Rise sought to attack Maverick after losing the unlikely duo last week, but Dane fought off their foes, rescuing his ill fitting partner. Oh, there we go. Back to the W Bloods. You like the songs? I do like the song. It's great, and, I like, and it? I like I like the banter that they're having with it. Yeah, they're great. I, I saw somebody uh, tweet so you might have retweeted it. In fact, Matthew, which was um, like a parody of what they're doing, and the, the not a parody, but um, it was the Simpsons clip, you know, with um, Nelson and Martin. Yeah, yeah. Hark to the tale of Nelson and, and the boy, yeah. he, and he's dancing round him, and that's the exact dynamic that they've got. And I I, I love the like because Drake's just so funny, and Dane's brilliant as well. Yeah, I, I'm really enjoying it. I like it. NXT North American champion Damian Priest defeated Dexter Loomis. Interference by Cameron Grimes spelled doom for Loomis as the technical <laughs> savage dropped him with the cave-in. Technical savage. Leaving him a sitting duck for South of Heaven and the pin by Priest. Afterward, Grimes was greeted with a reckoning from Priest, though the North American champion's own celebration was cut short due to a steel chair attack by Johnny Gargano. So Grimes doesn't... Guy. Why does Grimes Ooh, not like Loomis? I've gotten a bit lost. So there was the backstage thing where Loomis didn't acknowledge him. Yes. Right. Right. That's what when you don't That's shake hands and wrestle Yeah. Uh. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. 
So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com. Yeah, that was an exciting week of wrestling. It was almost as exciting as our Hall of Fame picks and talking about Chopkey Bones. Oh, at the end, they had the, the, they had the reveal of the, the wheels coming back. Oh, the, the coal mine, the coal miner's glove right. match is coming back. Hopefully, could, well, it could be. Yeah. I've got my yeah. fingers, fingers yeah. crossed for that. Yeah, it was. was it? I, we were talking about this earlier, and her delivery on that was so. Like, she, at the end, she goes, "Oh, oh, oh!" Like a wolf howling at the moon, and it was just. It made my arsehole pucker up. To be honest, it was so awkward. <laughs> it was just, oh god, I didn't like that was a bit much, wasn't it? It, it, it was just. <laughs> it it was really just a bit, made my foreskin crinkle. That. <laughs> oh Christ. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like when you when you cringe, yeah. you do go oh like that. You, you te- oh. cheeks together. It was just a bit <laughs> awkward, and I like her as well. Um, uh, hopefully, I, I saw tweets and stuff going, "Never give her a mic again." <laughs> well, <laughs> it wasn't the howl so much. It was the you and you will face off in a spin the wheel. It went on for a while. It was a bit strange. I'm they sure should have played Monster do... Mash at the end. <laughs> I was surely, in... <laughs> surely she can do a more natural promo. I think I've seen her do a more natural yeah, promo. Yeah, she doesn't talk. It's because it's, it's spooky season, isn't it? And she's yeah, going to yeah. talk, talk like that for two weeks and then never again. <laughs> Amazing. Um, as she's hosting the Halloween Havoc episode of NXT, it's like, welcome to <laughs> Halloween Havoc. <laughs> Brought to you by Jeff Hardy Delivery. Anyway. Oh, Jeff Hardy's oh, really? mic delivery. So I thought you were no, like, oh, yeah, talking, like, talking about Uber Eats. Here's your stinking pie, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the week of wrestling. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> and now let's have a little look in the mailbag. Number one. Hey, lads. WWE are looking for some new talent to fill their roster. But instead of holding tryouts... They're hosting a talent show. <laughs> All Cultaholic members have been invited to perform individually. What will you do to convince WWE to hire you? Cheers, Ben Nickel. I recognise the name Ben Nickel, actually. I think yeah. he's been in touch before. Hello, Ben. Um, hello, Ben. What is your time? <sighs> right, none of uh, us have got any. Let's move on. Next question. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've got well, I don't know if it would impress Vince, but it could be it could be useful in the ring as well. I can do headstands on very hard surfaces for very long period of times. Yes, yes, I can. I don't believe you. You've said this. You've claimed this before, and I don't believe oh. you for a second. 
Well, it's actually, just I, a lie. It's a lie, isn't it? It's not difficult. I'm not talking about a handstand. You're, you you make a, a pyramid, a, a triangle with oh. with your hands on your head, and then you. It's not difficult. It. it I and can't do it. And then you just go. Oh, you go. Yeah, you could. You could. It's not <laughs> that hard. Do a, I couldn't Ooh. do a headstand. Couldn't get the balance. I don't know what the core strength for it. I don't think it takes that much core. I mean, I can do it, and I'm not do a fit heads, man. Headstand though. Yeah. I, I, do it against I think, the wall. No, no, I don't need to do it because oh. I used to do it. I used to do it in the playground to try and impress girls, um, on the on the on the tarmac or the concrete, uh, and so I, I can deal with the. I, I do it for Wait, like thirty seconds. So the so in your mind, the impressive thing is that it was on a hard surface. In my yeah. mind, the impressive thing is that you're doing a bloody headstand. Did you not do that in PE? Everybody learned how to do everybody headstand. Everybody doing everybody a could headstand. Do it. Everybody could do it. It's not that, that big a deal. Not true. Maybe against a wall. Yeah. Well, you start off against a wall and then you graduate. I, I, I'll I'm do one. For, I'm not going to do it now because the TV's no, right. there. Yeah, but I, course, pr- yeah. I, I promise I will do one on a video when I've, I've got a bit of room. Maybe I'll do it on a news video or something like that. If, over you, were that quite, side, not... if you were quite like a compact fella, then I'd be like, oh, yeah, maybe. But your height only makes it less yeah. likely to me. Well, I, you can say it's less likely. I'll just do it. And then right, you'll okay. see that I can do a headstand. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Can't believe Need the full shot of you. You can't be using the, the ceiling to keep your height. You'd no, get fine. in anyway. You'd get in at WWE. Me? Well, because yeah. I'm tall. Cause, no, because you've done a headstand. Oh, yeah. Compared to whatever I'm, me and Matthew are going to say, I mean, I've got no it's idea. It's not that I'm... impressive. This is mental. It, honestly. Do you remember in P when, you, when everyone would do double somersault? I'm like, how? What? It's just a headstand. I can't do it. I, and now it sounds like I'm going, oh, it's just a headstand. Anyone can do a headstand. I'm not, it's just, I don't think it's that big because everybody was, yeah, well, everybody I was don't, doing I it. Don't get, I don't get seasick ever. So we've all Ryan, got our talents, right? Ryan Clements <laughs> could do it. And he was Who's rubbish. That? He was like the last pick for PE. Without a he's, wall. He's a stud now. He's a, he's a doctor and he's got a really, With, yeah. Without a wall, yeah. <laughs> even even Ryan could do it. What? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just trying to guess what you're going to say next. <laughs> <laughs> Massive knob. No, he's, he's... Whoa! See the oh, reflexes there, there. Like God. a cat. Wish Vince was watching. <laughs> right, Jax is catching microphones. Yeah. Toppling objects. Uh, mine would have mine. to be I can make wrestlers look really tall uh, backstage <laughs> when I'm doing the, doing the thing like that. And I don't even need to squat. True. I'll make, long, I'll make John Silver look like Andre the Giant. There. I'm going to start. Wait, he's going to hire you just to stand there? Are you going to do interviews in that as well? Yeah, they don't hire big people for the, those roles. No, true. I'm like, look, yeah. like, right, well, show, show us that gimmick where you're short. And I go, are you ready? And they go, yeah. Smash oh, it. Christ, that's good, that. Hi. You're not you even short, right? though. You're like 5'8 five, five, or 5'9. We, we talked about this. You're not but in the land short. of the Giants, yeah, WWE. Go to AEW and you're going to you're gonna dwarf them all. Yeah, that's not going to work. In, yeah. I'm just imagining Johnny got a gano. Oh, you're Dean Pop. <laughs> wow but you, what a great but, interview why why'd you kick out so much you're rubbish do you know how to sell pal <laughs> he does what's he your does opinions how, on steak knows, pie oh he knows how to sell come on For a couple what was seconds. your what was your ability was it ollie's no i'll do um <coughs> no i can't skateboard i'll do um like uh, it's not even gonna sound that good now <clears throat> Excuse me. I can walk along and bounce a basketball. <laughs> no, no, and, and just cut it there. I can walk along and like bounce a basketball through my legs with each step. I suppose oh, okay. that's never going to get me hired, is it? Ever? 
I can't for do it. One, maybe. Sounds quite impressive. Well, it's not as impressive as a headstand. Well, we'll ask Vince. This talent show. <laughs> <laughs> I could teach someone to. Actually, I don't know. Spanish and guitar. You could do talk in oh. Spanish while playing guitar. I've and only got some basketballs. I've only got a passing knowledge of Spanish. I can get you're by. German. What? Your German is good. It's good. I thought you were saying your German. I was like, I'm bloody English, <laughs> mate. Um, same level as Spanish, really, GCSE. Uh, but uh, anyway, I'll do the basketball thing, I guess. I'm going to get booted out of the talent show. Not good enough. It's a shame we can't find out who would who would get in out of this, if there's a way of doing it. Maybe if somebody in WWE got in contact. and We could do it with Tony. You can get in touch with Tony. Yeah. Tony can't. Yeah, sure. Should we all send him yeah. an audition tape? Yeah, Let's yeah. do an audition yeah, tape. Yeah, yeah. Tony, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Mess it up the first time as well. Like, oh crap. <laughs> let's do it. I might yeah, just. Do it. Hello, Tony. <laughs> Yari. <laughs> God, if can we record them, them? If we, we record it? them, I'll, I'll DM them to him. Deliberately crap. Yeah, like, like, I want to get blocked. <laughs> Hi, Tony. My talent is. Making people look just, in, just all really, really we're all really rubbish like that as well. I'd love Tony, that so much. Tony, do you ever feel not very big? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> do you want to feel a bit bigger but not actually do anything? Yes, Matthew. You should hire me. My God, you're right. You're a bloody genius. Yeah, but having said that though, because you've said this is how my brain works. Because you've said you can do handstands, uh, headstands. Oh, headstands. Beg your pardon. I want to see if I can do them because I've never tried. Go right ahead. And you got this weird PE school you went to where? PE school? Uh, it was, P- it's PE just, school. It, it, literally, it's not that difficult if you get your hands in the right place. I think Jack's trying to do one. Yeah, go would for you, it. Would you take out the camera? Oh, God. No, I'm, not, I'm go. not even going to. No, go probably, on. Please. On, do probably one. Not, probably not on a, on a sofa either. I'm so tempted to. But That's if I fall comfort. into that TV, it's done, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There's a window there's not, there. There's not much room. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll find a way of doing we'll it. We'll do this. it, and I'll I'll send it to Tony. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent up for that. Cool. cool. If nothing else, if we gained nothing from this podcast, the fact that we can all at least try and attempt to do headstands, and if you can do a headstand or an attempt one, then please at one of us on Twitter because it'd be funny. Yeah. Until then, next question. Hello, everyone. On his stream for Monday Night Raw, Adam claimed he can't. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> It annoys me that he's made me sound like I'm a liar here. It's another, this is another headstand moment. All right, I'm, I'm going to try. Sorry, sorry. Adam claimed he could lift any dog. Not only lift it, but also subsequently tape it to a lamppost. A bit of artistic no, no, license wait, 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 in, wait, wait, that, wait. in that email, in fairness. Right. My mate had an English Mastiff. It weighed 21 stone. <laughs> oh, and when it died, the fire brigade had to come to carry the body out because no one of my mates' family could do it. It took four burly firemen to carry four. that dog. Pathetic. It's just not true, is it? It's just not true. <laughs> Five stone each. Why would you need four firemen? What a waste of taxpayer money. Sorry about the loss of your dog, by the way. <laughs> nah, if you think about it, half a... Half a mastiff is then about ten stone, which is quite heavy. That's a person. That that's a yeah. But a fireman's carry, you could lift any dog. I'm re- this is what I was saying on in the street. In a fireman's if, carry, get it up like that. 
like, like that. <laughs> he's gone to ponder it. Yeah. yeah. So if, <laughs> if you get out, like, like you're John Cena, right, about to to do an AA, bang, get the dead dog up on your shoulders. <laughs> no way. Your yes, legs you would can. give. Your legs would give. Twenty-one stone. How? Well, I'm. I think I'm seventeen stone. Right. How? How much? It, it, it'd be more difficult with the dead dog because you got to. The dog's got to work with you. Because if anything. I don't, how how I'm all I can think of is someone like Rampage Brown, right? How how heavy is Rampage? Uh, twenty stone probably. Yeah, if he got, I couldn't lift him up without my legs. If buffling. he was working with you, you the you dog's could. not going to be working with you if you're trying to tape it to a lamppost. It's gonna be enraged. Well, this is what I was saying about the the thing. I claim that I could lift any dog, which I I think I probably could. <laughs> I don't think you could, mate. I don't but, know. Any but dog. I I did. I don't actually remember. I was very tired that night. I don't remember saying that. The question was, what's the biggest dog you could lift and tape to a lamppost at the same time? Um, and I just said, well, I could lift any dog. I don't know if I could lift any <laughs> dog and do any it. Dog. To... <laughs> I don't know if I could lift quiz. any dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I could tape the 21 stone dead dog <laughs> to the lamppost, but right. <laughs> probably a 10 stone dog. 21 stone oh. is ridiculous, by the way. I don't know what they were feeding that dog. That's <laughs> really dogs, heavy. Dogs are muscular sometimes, though. Yeah, true, true. I mean, um, I don't think... <laughs> is the dog sedated? Is it not going to be struggling? It's dead. Oh, it's, a, it's always a dead dog. No, 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 no. Sorry. Oh, in the yeah. in the thing. Well, no. In my mind, it's just like a friendly dog no, that wants to be picked up, and and it's not gonna. It's not gonna start scratching and stuff, is it? He's he's chuffed. He doesn't know he's about to get t- taped to the uh, lamppost. Why were you gonna do this? What I wasn't gonna. Do, no, I wasn't gonna get a dog <laughs> why, and tape where did it. it <laughs> where did it come from? It was just a super chat. So I read it out, and then the whole, st- literally ninety minutes of this raw stream, the draft, where for once people wanted me to talk about wrestling, I ended up getting into arguments because everybody was talking about the the, the dog thing. When you said you could lift any dog, yeah, what was the response in the chat? Well, they called me a lot. The, the same response yeah, right. as when I said I can do a headstand. <laughs> I've known you for quite I've known you for about five years now and yeah. I didn't realise you were this physical like specimen who could do agile strong I'm not saying this for goodness like, I sake I didn't understand you had all these abilities I've been watching gladiators and I've gone all big, big bollocks uh, no I can, I, I can have him I can do that <laughs> shadow pussy uh, no I, I feel like the, the head standing is just something I know I can do because I've done oh. it fairly recently <laughs> And the dog thing, yeah, it's I, I've never tried, but dogs, I don't. I, I mean, I've met Kenny's dog, Hulk. Yeah, and Hulk's I've, not a massive. He's a pretty, no, but he's a, he's a golden retriever. He's a big boy, <laughs> and I easily I was carrying him around like yeah, a little you, baby. <laughs> Come on, mate! <laughs> Swinging him by his tail. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. Can, um, you, put, can you put Hulk down now, please? Can you put him down. <laughs> Like Rollins with the belt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but I could, like, him would be a piece of cake to get up into a fireman's carry position. Easy, easy, easy. That's not a fireman's carry. A real fireman's carry is over one shoulder, by the way. Oh, it doesn't it? matter. Does it matter which one? Oh, uh, I, I think I I'd find it easier it, doing two because of center of gravity. Oh, my God, the, the skater's back. He's going mental. He's, like, He's just saying, saw me look at him. Has you got Do a, a headstand. <laughs> I just heard... I just heard two ollies. He's not doing any kickflips, right? Anyway, that's sick. Um, <laughs> what, um, what was the question as part of it? Because I, uh, I've already had is, this argument. 
My question, his question is, what is objectively the stupidest thing you've ever claimed you could do? <laughs> <laughs> Regards, yes. Ian Beef Botham. Why is he, why is he included in the Beef Botham? Yeah, apparently. He's got a lot of time in his hands right now. Congratulations on getting into the House of Lords, Ian, mate. Yeah, congratulations. Did he? Mm. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Uh, objectively, the stupidest thing you've ever claimed you could do. That's a mm. good question. Mm. YouTube Can't presenting. <laughs> Damn it, I was going to um, say that. I, I, oh, I've got, yeah, I've got one. Um, G, not GCSE drama, AS level drama. I guess acting is the, is the thing because okay. um, I was all right at the acting itself, the remembering lines. I, 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 my memory is so poor. Like, it, it worries me that how bad my, my memory is and how bad it's becoming as well. Um, but there was, a, there was a thing where you had to do like an assessment and it was this period piece and I was there 30 minutes before the show was starting, like, learning my lines. I remember one of my, the, the other actors, I know I couldn't do it, I tried so hard. And I remember the, 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 one of the other actors, actors, she looked at me and just went, what are you doing? She was so upset and understandably so, but it wasn't that I, I, I just, I was trying so, so hard. And then in the, literally the luckiest moment of my life, the, um, the guy that was doing the lighting and sound accidentally skipped over the scene that I didn't know. No, I, I, the, the, the release, that's it was crazy. ridiculous. And, and I, I remember going after, oh, I'm so sorry. And I went, well, yeah, you should, that, that was our assessment. <laughs> I was buzzing. I was like, oh my God. Because my plan was get uh, up there, improv. <laughs> I don't know ooh. what I've done. Oh. Yeah, but I was so lucky. So yeah, yeah, there you go. I can't, I can't act, but I can do a headstand with a dog on my back. Well, that would have saved the play in fairness. But... God, that's a nightmare. That's like literally a thing where you're like, okay, now you're on stage now, and you're like, what? I think about it all the time. Yeah, God. I bet my if it had happened, like if it had been a bad day, I'd have forgotten the lines. My trousers would have fallen down, and I'd have pooped my pants or something. It, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was it was a bad dream. Yeah. Well, uh... Uh, I was trying to impress some people when I was a youngin. I think I was twelve, and say uh, it's when Jackass was quite popular. Oh, no. And people are like, God, you're really bad on your bike, aren't you, Matthew? And I'm like, no, I'm not. Just I'll practice. And it inadvertently ended up being a, oh, man, someone should go down that really, really steep mud hill. Well, I'm not going to do it. It looks a bit dangerous. Ah, here's how I can redeem myself in the eyes of my friends. Ha ha. Go up there, immediately do the thing where you just forget everything. Right. So I think I took my, my feet off the pedals, off everything, and just went, plowed on, hit some rocks. Flipped over the handlebars, landed in a big pile of nettles, and uh, broke my elbow, my left arm. Oh. Uh, so, obviously, they realized, no, you can't go down that. That's actually really dangerous. I don't think any of us will be going down that. That'd be very foolish for anyone to do that. And I went, oh, bollocks, but I broke my arm. So, oh. all the all the kids in the area were knocking on the, my door, going, can I see your arm? And I went, yeah, look, look at it. Look at it, it's all fluffy. And like, oh, oh that's really what? cool. So uh, I worked myself into a shoot there. So, <laughs> Did anyone cool. try it afterwards? Did anyone manage? Uh, no, after I broke my arm, no. No, makes sense. So, yeah. Still got the scar. It's sorry. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was good because I went home and it, it just stopped working. So I had to carry it like that. I went home. Right. La, 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 la. I'd freak and, out. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't Flopping know. Everyone, oh, your arm's a bit knackered. Yeah, I'd be all right. And I put it on... Big thing of uh, frozen peas and watch Dragon Ball Z until my mum came in 
wait for her to bollock my brother for eating, uh, going to the ice cream van before tea. It's waiting patiently, holding my arm there. Like, yeah. And it's like, uh, Mom, have you seen my arm? And she's like, you've broken it. And I went, have I? So, was a very bright kid. Whoa. Were you just, you were you in shock? Did it not hurt loads? I was very lucky. It, it must have uh, broken in such a way that it just, it stopped working. Didn't, didn't like, it, it, EXE just, you know, crashed. No pain, no nothing. I just realised, oh, I can't really, you know. That's so lucky. Hello. I didn't know that was even a thing. I thought if you broke your <laughs> arm, you're going to feel it. I, yeah, I mean, I'm sure broke... if any other way, I'd be like, ah, ha, ha. I all my man you... points would decrease. I thought if you broke something, you couldn't feel it. But if you fracture something, I don't know. Oh, right. I don't know what it is. I, I thought as well that, but if it was like that for ages, at first maybe the adrenaline would have stopped you from... Feeling pain, but I don't know. Uh, another thing, uh, so I had to put, I had to have screws put in for, I think maybe a year, year and a bit. And of course, when I was having a bath, my arm would just float up like that because the stuff that was in it. That was cool. What That's did they awful. put in it? That is awful. To make screws. it float? Because I've still screws got them somewhere. Made the screws made it float. Yeah. I don't understand. Jack? <laughs> uh, probably be a musician because once at uni... Because if you've heard of Very Wrestling Christmas, you'll know that I'm not... I'll give it a go. I'm not brilliant at either songwriting, playing guitar, or singing. But I'd say I'm passable at all three. And at uni, I used to do like little open mic nights just in my college in front of my mates. I didn't go... I didn't get booked anywhere or do anything like that. And um, eventually started like hosting the open mic nights in my college at uni. Uh, so then that must have got my name out there, not for the actual music, but for... So this girl from a different college messaged me saying, hello, we've got our yearly rock festival coming up, Hild Bead Fest. Come down and play at this, please. And I went, yeah, all right, I'll do that. I can do that, thinking I'm class. And then I went, and I went. I was on second on my own. But I took a mate with me. I was like, please come with me, because this is this is terrifying. And the band on before me were like a proper band, like actually good. They weren't just doing cover songs like I was with four chords. I think I did What I Go to School For by Busted and Not 19 Forever, and but like rubbish as well, just on my acoustic. This band before me, they were on first somehow, were like, all right, we're the Cosmic Mystic Space Cowboys, way, hey, like whatever. And there's like <laughs> organs and stuff going on, man. Me and my mate are sitting in the, sitting in the back of the like the bar and he just looks at me and laughs and I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do here. And then I get up and I'm like, one, two, two. <laughs> and just stop playing Busted or whatever. Um, I didn't get booked again for it, but that, that was the most... Because I knew I still... I think it was the scariest moment of my life because midway through the first song when you realise you can hear yourself and you're not doing that well and you've gone after this band who are good like you know you've got four four or five songs left and you're like oh god and I think when I came off stage I was just dripping in sweat so what did that. the crowd think what did were they into it pity clap Look, or luckily it was early enough in the day that it wasn't that busy and um I think everyone was just, there was just a general buzz of people talking and stuff. So no one was really paying that much attention to me, which was good. Because uh, if they had been, it would have been bad. People would have thought like, he's not that good, this lad. And I wasn't shambolic. Like I can play the guitar, but I was just not good enough to be like unimpressive. People would be like, I'm, I'm assuming they'd have been like, 
he's not that good this lad and they clearly book like actual musicians for every slot yeah. so I'm glad glad I got it out of the way early I suppose should and have me and my mate, pre-show me and my mate got drunk I was very relieved afterwards yeah oh, great but you song, look though. like you could play music though that's oh, you thank you. that's, that's you. probably the biggest compliment I've ever had cheers oh it came from me number one fan <laughs> Hello, friends. Hope everyone is doing well and staying safe and healthy. Well, Pachiti is. So you know what the TV's he been up to? My question today is about wrestler looks. During these quarantine times, I have decided to grow up my facial hair, and it says in brackets here, moustache, and used AEW's Butcher as inspiration. I'd say right now the stash is between Butcher and Bronson, played by Ed Hardy. This isn't the first time I've done something like this, as in high school, I decided to grow my hair out long and colour it half and half. Red and purple like Team Extreme, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> My question is, has there ever been a time when a wrestler's looks slash style has compelled you to change how you look or to try something new with your hair slash fashion? Even if it's something small, wishing you all the best and sending my love and strength to Ross, as all we all are. Mm. P.S. Is it okay to do some fan art of you all? I heartily endorse all the fan art of me, even the ones yeah, that make yeah. look like crap. They are, they're all awesome. That's from... Alan F. Naughty. Thank you, Alan. I think it's Naughty's N O R T E. N O R T E. Naughty. Yeah, maybe Naughty. I think day. probably Naughty. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, has there ever been a time a wrestler has influenced your fashion sense? Uh, no, but there's been a time yeah. when I was I was worried that it looked like one had, and people would like go, "Oh, that's just because so and so is wearing that," and I'd be like, "No, no, 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 no." But um, I got into those like Adidas jackets, the zip-up ones a few years ago, and it was just when WCPW had no Amdar in, and I was like, oh, no. And guess who looked better in them as well? Me. No, I know Amdar looked better in them. So that was mine, but I don't actually have a like a proper answer. Like I haven't got a deliberate one that I actually copied. Uh, I, I've got the same as the, the guy who emailed in there, Mr. Nort. Um, Jeff Hardy. When I was, um, I don't know, probably like what, 13, 14, however old I was, um, you know Jeff Hardy does the thing where he's got like a rag or a towel or a shirt hanging out the back of his pocket? Oh, he no. used to do that. Just I've used to, that. I've... <laughs> I'm wearing like four quid Sports Direct jeans. I've got my Donne on. Um, and uh, then I've got a, a T-shirt, an old oh. knacker T-shirt hanging out my back pocket. Because yeah. I, I and I, I I was speaking to Sam about this because um, Andrew, who's a big fan of Jeff Hardy, uh, when I was putting the questions together, he's a big fan. He was like, "Yeah, I used to get like the, the what what they called it, the jeans that you wore, like boot cut sort of jeans, the big fat ones." Yeah, those. And he's like, I used to do those and had like a skate belt on and I used to wear the armbands as well. And I, I never got that far, but I used to do that. And then Sam went, you know what that means, don't you? Apparently, the um, wearing something out the back of your pocket is something, um, I don't know if it's still the case, but in the LGBT community, people would wear it to sort of specify what they were into sexually and depending on the color and the placement of the garment. And apparently, because I used to do it with a white T-shirt, if I wore it in that pocket, I think it was like, I like wanking a lot. That's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> but in, in, in the pocket that I had it in, apparently it means I like wanking people off a lot. Right, right. More understandable. Yeah, there, but there were all sorts on there. It's like if, if it was, I can't remember the colours off, off the top of my head, but if it was blue, you're submissive. If it's if it's red and Would it's it that pocket, mean you're dominant. You like being wanked off a lot, not I wank a lot. <laughs> 
this is what Sam said. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, that makes more sense, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's, that's not really to do with anyone else. That's just a statement. Yeah. That's just My like, sexual well, preference yeah. is masturbation. <laughs> yeah, having your cum towel in the back of your trousers going to a club is a bit of a giveaway. Um, I think also it's a, you could have been mistaken for a gang member, an LA guy, like I a crip or a blood. I often was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In on the Isle of Wight. I think it's in Drop It, like it's hot Snoop Dogg says, I wear a Crip flag hanging out my backside, only on the left side, that's the Crip side or whatever, yeah. Good rhymes there, side, side and side. I keep a blue flag hanging out my backside, only on the left side. Yeah, he does rhyme side with side three times. Yeah, He's rubbish, what a failure. <laughs> uh, yeah. he's, doing adverts, he's doing adverts for Just Eat now, so he might be a bit He does every ad, oh, doesn't he? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. He's all over the shop. Yeah. He does everything. So weird. I'll say... That there was a time, and sadly it coincides with going to Mania in 2017, when I had one of those plaid uh, waistcoats, I guess, where I kind of looked like Mick Foley or Raven in that like mid to late 90s, where I thought I looked really, really cool. And I look back at it, and I just look really, really drunk. <laughs> it's not quite this. It's a fine line, we know, but... I was the wrong side of that fine line. Mm. So I've still mm. got it, but, you know. Bust it out. Maybe I will. Maybe uh, m- next week. See, we'll do like AEW. Instead of giving WWE and giving everything away in this episode, next week, if you're good, ladies and gentlemen, not only will we be doing headstands, but I'll be wearing <laughs> my plaid waistcoat. <laughs> you're the wearing hardcore one John now. Virgo. Oh, right, sorry. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. You're very... Matthew's easily the most... Uh, adventurous fashion-wise of the three of us, definitely, oh. 100%. Oh, thank I'd you. Say so. That's all right. And Thanks you're fine with it and you carry it off. Whereas, oh. like, if me and Adam tried it, Richard Tubman, editing this, oh, I hate right. him. He can wear whatever he wants and it works. Or does yeah. he select it carefully? Oh, he definitely selects it carefully. Right. The ASOS pass- packages, rather, turn up in the office. But... Um, and but yeah, we, he, he knows what he's doing. He's a really, he's listening right now. He is, he is. genuinely, I'm not just saying that because you're listening, Richard, but you're a very, very stylish man. And yeah, he makes fashion choices that nobody else in the office certainly could pull off. But could he, say if we put like me in the hands of Richard and said, now you've got to go to ASOS and you've got to what, clothe Jack. Do you think he could do it? Or do you think it's just because it's him? Like, do you think he just pulls it off? Like Queer like Eye for the Straight Guys. Yeah. <laughs> with, with Richard and you. Yeah, yeah, I think he could. I think he could He could make you look better. Not did, I men- did I mention recently my uh, my problem with, not problem with, my, my mistake with Queer Eye for the Straight Guy? Uh-oh. <laughs> so the old ball and chime was talking about it before, right? She loves it. And I was like, yeah, I've never watched it before. And she was like, I'll oh, watch it with me. And I was like, I don't really like the format. And she was like, what do you mean? She explained the Queer Eye for the Straight Guy is when a straight man meets the team of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy who are all gay. And they give him a different aspect, like outlook on life and fashion and all sorts and improve his life with their expertise, right? I thought Queer Eye for the Straight Guy was, was a, a, group of ga- a group of gay men but one of them secretly heterosexual. <laughs> and the rest of the cast. <laughs> like Among Us, and you've got to figure out which is the straight yeah. imposter. Yeah, Among Us, like, but gays. Like, 
they go to the pub one of them gets a pint they're like oh hang on he's a straight guy like, just, where did like, you get that idea from I've always thought I've always thought it was that because <laughs> the name sounds like that that's what the name sounds like and she one was like, of these no, five heterosexual yeah. looking men is gay. <laughs> so, gay, then, gay, gay so then she explained to me what it actually is and I was less inclined to watch it I thought my idea was better <laughs> It's a yeah, it's a great game show. She is. Pitch it to Tony Khan when we said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, it's a what four of these four of these men are gay and one of them is a crip member. You have to guess. <laughs> oh, oh Christ. God. I love that. So that's orange punch and queer eye for the straight guy. It's yeah. nothing gets past you, mate. You're like Shay Given. <laughs> anyway, that he was, was a. a he certainly was, and he's all our Dublin when I went. The big posters of him everywhere. Mm. Like he was Big Brother, and he was like, "You don't litter." Am I Irish, Given? When I was a kid, one of my mates said that his uh, his mom had kissed Shay Given. Oh, which I now think means something a bit more adult, probably. And she just told him she'd kissed Shay Given. But who knows? This was years and years ago. By what way. are you thinking? What What do you think they did? Depends what flags they were wearing at the back of their pants. <laughs> that was the mailbag section. If you have any mailbags about wrestling, I know it's a bizarre concept, I know, or anything else happens in life, the real, the surreal, or the do a dog lifting, please send them to <laughs> Christ, mailbag at coolaholic.com. Ah, now it's time for Reese's Pieces. Topecon O'Neill, Gentle Diddlers. What? Topecon O'Neill. <laughs> Don't get that. Well, we're going to go off the deep end on those puns. I yeah. wanted to submit my Reese's Pieces suggestion in light of the major work Jay Uso has been doing in the last few weeks. It is clear to me that he could have been a single star in his own right outside the tag division. With that in mind, this is your task. I have listed a bunch of big-time tag teams. You must decide which member of the team you push as a single star. The the caveat, 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 I've caveat. To say that. is that how you say that? Thank you. Yeah. The caveat is the other member or members would never have wrestled at all. Dun, dun, oh. dun. Just for an example, I say 3MB and whoever you pick is the single star and the two you don't will never have entered wrestling. In brackets, the correct answer is obviously gender. Okay, so here we go. Faster thought first. Jack Pacini, me. The New Day. Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston. That is tough. Oh, Christ. Biggie. Why? It's tough, though. Well, because he's getting a push now. Oh, yeah, they're, they're all good. This is difficult. Know, I'm, getting, I'm doing this too seriously. I'm sorry. I'm like, no, except you would never got into wrestling. What's he going to do? He's got to open a shop or something. Anyway, uh, the Mega Powers, Hogan or Savage? If Hogan wasn't the star he was, would someone else have been? Or would wrestling just never have grown? He would. Well, Vince would have tried with somebody else, I guess, but would it have worked? Yeah. I'm going for Savage anyway, because I think he's he was just an excellent, excellent wrestler. And I think that when people think of the archetypal wrestler, they think of Hulk Hogan. But I think they should think of Savage. His promos and stuff. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say Hogan because if Hogan hadn't existed, I, essentially we wouldn't be doing what we're doing now. Do you not think? We? No, probably mm. not. His influence was that great, and I wouldn't have been a wrestling fan without Hogan. I grew up in that era, so Hogan. Mm. I agree with everything Pachiti said, but I'm still picking Randy Savage anyway. Yeah. Uh, Two man power trip: Triple H or Stone Cold Steve Austin? Oh, Austin, which is a shame because Triple H was my favorite as a kid, but it's Austin. Triple H. No, because I don't think we'd have NXT and wrestling wouldn't have ch- it evolved and changed in the same way without that. I oh, think. But- I, I, yeah, it's t- I could would the would the WWF have even won the Monday Night Wars without Austin? Could they have done it with Rock and Taker and Trips? I don't know. He was so instrumental. I don't think he, they they could actually. No, no, no. no screw it. Yeah, we wouldn't have had it. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll go Austin. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Never mind NXT. Yeah, we wouldn't may not. We may not have been around without yeah. Austin. So this is weird. I thought the aspect of picking a, a tag yeah, team person was going to be fun, but now it's like you erase the other person. It's like, you, oh, no. But you um, you prefer, aren't you more of a WCW guy, Matthew? Uh, yeah, wouldn't sure. You, wouldn't you have rather they lost the war? Well, Ooh. that's a different... There's been a WCW fan and there's wishing death okay. about WWE. Okay. Uh, but it was awesome at the time, yeah. Yeah. Um, the Usos, Jimmy or Jay? Um, to, to be honest, Jimmy's never had much of a chance, has he? So I've got to go for Jay because he's shown what he can yeah. do more. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So serious. Some of these are yeah. a bit silly, to be honest with you, because we've got the Hart Foundation, Brat Hart and Jim Neidhart. <laughs> I mean, okay. Let's actually just skim these because there's bloody loads of them. Uh, <laughs> all right, New Age Outlaws, Billy Gunn or Jesse James? Um, Ooh. that is hard. Um, ah, oh God, that's really hard. Probably Billy Gunn, but I'd miss Road Dogg's mic work. Yeah, I think I think Billy Gunn as well because oh, Mr. Ass was so funny, wasn't it? And he's still doing great stuff now. Yeah, Billy Gunn. I'm not sure he's doing great stuff now. He's still doing stuff <laughs> now. <laughs> so yeah, I'll go Billy Gunn. I know Billy Gunn can outrun the Rock. And a hundred meter dash wearing dress shoes, but I'm still picking Road Dog. Okay, because he's Road Dog. With my baby tonight, we wouldn't have with my baby tonight without. Who even likes that song apart from brilliant song? Apart from about three old farts in WWE. (laughs) Okay, right, fair enough then. I love that song. The revival: Scott Dawson or Dash Wilder? Dawson. I, I. It's going to sound bad, but. They're at such a. They're at this, exactly the same level to me. Like uh, there's there's no <laughs> there's no different. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll say Dawson because he looks more interesting. I'll say Wilder because I like his face. Yeah. I think Dawson's a better promo. Mm. That's why okay. I said it, but I'm not sure about that. The Dudley Boys, Bubba, Devon, or Spike? Oh, probably Bubba. Yeah. Bubba, I was watching the uh, the bump yesterday for some reason. Oh no! Um, and Bubba was on there, and he's just so good. He's like he's really quite eloquent, and just like listening to him talk is an absolute pleasure. He's he's so knowledgeable, um, and he had a, obviously a great heel run, especially in TNA. So yeah, I'll go Bubba. The Young Bucks, Matt or Nick? Matt. Matt. Again, like uh, the revival, I don't really see the difference. Oh, the Young Bucks are wildly different. <laughs> but as a singles, I don't think they've uh, 
they've done. Well, maybe that's some New Japan singles matches, but I didn't see them or thought, ooh, yeah, that, that, look at that lad can. Matt's the silly one. Nick's the crazy one. <laughs> <laughs> They're like a boy band. Uh, I'll pick Nick then. Uh, why okay. not? Motor City Machine Guns, Chris Sabin or Alex Shelley? That's really hard. Sabin did more in TNA, but Shelley, I always found him a bit more captivating. He looks way more like edgy and strange. I'll go for Shelley, I think. Sabin's way hotter. No, Shelley's way no. hotter. No. No. Shelley, Shelley's way hotter. Agree to He's disagree. Matthew, tiebreaker? Oh, I mean, in terms of hotness, Shelley. Yeah, and in yeah. terms of the better wrestler as a singles, yeah, Shelley again. Do you, oh, know really, do you know who's really attractive? Uh, Tremperetta. Really good looking dude, actually. Yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, Jess. I, re- I realised when I was watching Dynamite, I was like, oh, he's actually very handsome. Great looking, mm-hmm. great looking guy. I think part of it's because he cares for his mum as well. Makes him so much more attractive. It's very appealing, yeah. 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 They've got a hot roster generally. Like the AEW guys yeah. are real studs. A lot of them are, yeah. Yeah. It's not written here though, but if you had to pick though between Trent or Chuck in terms of prettiness. Prettiness, Trent. Oh, yeah, prettiness, oh. Trent. But, but like, if, per- if personality, the same one, Chuck. Yeah, personality, Chuck. Miss him no, on Twitter. I, I, think, I think Chuck's prettier than Trent. But then I have said before that Trent's my spirit animal, and I got ridiculed for some reason for that. But That's a very serious thing. Yeah, I know. How could anyone mock that? I just, I've seen him in interviews and stuff, and I agree with a lot of his opinions. That means that tomorrow, by the time this comes out, he'll have said <laughs> something racist. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you follow Chuck Taylor's deleted, uh, tweets account? I don't follow it, but I, I've seen it. And I remember seeing one. a few of them in real time when Wrestle Kingdom was on. And he said that Shibata's theme tune sounded like No Scrubs by TLC. And it does. Doodle-doo-ding. Yeah. Why does he delete his tweets? Because sometimes he tweets stuff like, lol, imagine believing in God. Oh, right. Or he tweeted some stuff about New Japan and then deleted them all because then he got signed by New Japan. Oh, right. He was in a tag team with Trent for a while and he kept tweeting stuff like, Lol, can't believe I'm in chaos. What is this? <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> anyway, Brothers of Destruction, Undertaker or Kane? Undertaker. Taker. Taker. Lucha Brothers, Pentagon Jr. or Ray Phoenix? I swear I've had this question about three times. Pentagon, I think. Phoenix. Uh, yeah, Phoenix. They're wrestling soon. Are they? They're in the first round of the... Number one contenders bracket together. Oh, did they get mashed up? I didn't know that. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Oh, time to rub our Pent- legs, lads. Pent- I-, I tweeted my full prediction for the tournament, and if it all goes right, I'm going to look so cool, but I'm also risking looking like an idiot. But I've gone does, to Pentagon. Does Phoenix have an action figure out as well? Because I know I saw Pentas is really cool. Yeah. I'm assuming so. They both, they most, yeah, they would do, wouldn't they? Yeah, I'm picking Penta because he looks cooler. Beer Money, Bobby Roode or James Storm? Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode. Yeah, Bobby. Uh, the Bar, Seamus or Cesaro? That's hard because I like Seamus, but Cesaro is really, really, really good. So Cesaro. Seamus. Okay. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a really big Seamus fan. Make no apologies for it. So don't Cesaro. Ask me yeah, fair. I wasn't going to ask you, but thank you for letting me know. Uh, the Hardy Boys, Matt or Jeff? Hmm. That's maybe the hardest one so far. Because at the moment, Matt's the one who's doing all the interesting stuff. But back in the day, Jeff was like so popular. Like so popular. I'll go for Matt 
because I always played as him on SmackDown. Jeff, because yeah, it's another like I don't want to put on the like same level as Hogan, but he was a big part of why I loved wrestling. Just like how I was so into the Hardy Boys, but mostly, mostly Jeff. I love that day. you were a big Hardy Boys fan. Well, I'm just a cool guy, Jack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Jeff even though, even though you wait, even though you look more like you could be in the Dudleys or Edge and Christian, way more, you were actually a fan of the Hardy Boys. Yeah, I liked all of that. I, 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 I Christian especially um, was one of my guys because I liked He's his big great. silly glasses. I remember buying a pair. <laughs> I went to this fifty p shop. In fact, it was the fifty p shop, and then it became the fifty five p shop. It's like pound that fifty five p. Anyway, and it had the, the logo was a big fifty pence and a five p. And I bought the biggest pair of sunglasses they had and walked round Newport Town Centre thinking I was the absolute bollocks, and I was. Matthew. Oh, it's not the bollocks. Oh, uh, even though Jeff inspired a lot of people to cut up their mum's tights and put them on their arms and jump off the roof, and Matt Hardy is a singles as well as the stuff he's did with the uh, what's it called? So Rogan good, I remember it. Yes, the Rogan stuff. I've got the word for it. Um, I would say Matt overall, especially because he's a much better singles than Jeff. Uh, subjective. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure. I. I... For me, it's always version one that tips it in the balance for me. I love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was it was great. I don't know, Jeff's really... Like, look at what he did at um, last pay-per-view. I can't even remember the name of. Clash of Champions. Oh, the year. Like, yeah, well, just the, the match itself was great. Mm. And the, the, I, I remember all the all the Jeff spots are incredible. I feel like Jeff has better matches, but Matt is better character. character. Yeah, that's fair. I'd say Matt had the better matches. Uh, take away Alanda and Jeff, and it's he's all right. But Matt, Matt can have a match with Matt can have a good match with anybody. Matt's fair cruiserweight enough. stuff was really good. Yeah, yeah, fair. Okay, Matt, Matt's more of a wrestler's wrestler, isn't he? More of a wrestler. He's yeah. a wrestler, a mighty. <laughs> uh, the British Bulldogs, Davy Boy Smith or Dynamite Kid? Um, I think I think I'm probably going to have to go for Davy Boy because. Until very recently in my life, I've I've been very Western. But I've only recently in the past few years got into Japanese wrestling and stuff. And I think that's where Davey Boy made the the bulk of his impact. I mean, where Dynamite made the bulk of his impact. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm tempted on this to take... <laughs> taking this so seriously again. Uh, hmm. Take Dynamite because of the number of people he inspired and we wouldn't have had, like, uh, Jericho, Benoit. Oh, oh, and... oh, oh, oh. No, for his... Okay. Uh, yeah. But then you can stop that from ever happening. <laughs> Oh, good, got a good point. Yeah, up. SummerSlam 92 as well. All right, Davey. Let's take there Davey. There uh, Davey, just because they've released that action figure with Davey with Matilda, the little bulldog, and somebody's like, the, the promo shots of it were like, bulldog posing with the bulldog, like, oh, hello, Matilda. <laughs> That's your reason, is it? Yeah, the dog. <laughs> cool. Uh, the Shield, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and it says in brackets, no Kurt Angle or Triple H. Uh-huh. Right, so not to sound all smarky, guys, but mine's between Rollins and Ambrose. Rollins, for a while, was my favourite wrestler in, like, 2015 when he cashed in and everything. I thought he was absolutely superb. I'll go for Ambrose, though, because I think he's done more things and he's more varied. I'm going Reigns. Because I think 
I, I don't even think we've seen the best of him yet. Like, obviously, the heel run at the moment is fantastic. But after, I don't know, a year, two years of this heel run, he will become the face of the company. And I think he's got the potential to, like, I'm not going to say WWE is going to go into another boom Save period, wrestling. But no, but he's going he's gonna to be the John Cena of his era because he's that good. So, yeah, I'm going Reigns. So handsome. He is. Unbelievable. God. Uh-huh. I love our discussion again of who's hottest in the shield. Uh, Martin, for that pick, uh, Dean Ambrose. Okay. Uh, why is that? Uh, think of something, Matthew. Think of something. Um, don't you say he's a nice guy? He's a nice guy. Uh, but again, his character work earlier on was much better than Reigns and Rollins. Reigns was just yeah. stand there and look pretty, and Rollins was just, yeah. <laughs> Over the years, Rollins has become a better character when he's used properly. Reigns obviously sucked for ages and now is the best thing in WWE. But Ambrose overall got it better. He understood what his role better. He understood what he's supposed to be doing better. And that's it. But he had that character coming in and it was more of a defined character than Tyler Black coming in. Yeah. The Ambrose character. So I think he had a bit of a head start there. Was Tyler Black's character really good wrestler with Goth Friend? Was that sort of it? I don't know. Yeah. DX, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Rick Rude or China? Rick Rude or... No, um, it's probably Shawn Michaels. Not that Rick Rude's... Actually, I have... <laughs> Barry and Rick Rude. I know, yeah. Rick, Rick Rude was excellent, wasn't he? I don't know why I've said that. I really like Rick Rude. I'll tell you um, what it was. I'll tell you what it was. My mind went... For the joke, say China. Then I thought, no, she's dead. Forgetting the Rick Rude's also. I know. Forgetting the Rick Rude's also... So I've just disrespected another DX member. But I'll go for HBK. Yeah, it's Michaels again. It's, it's the same reason as, as earlier in that he's, he's inspired a whole generation of wrestlers, hasn't he? Yeah, and I'm going to pick Michaels because when he was commissioner in 99, he was on TV and was watching WrestleMania 15. Your mum came in and she went, ooh, he's nice. <laughs> so. And you wanted to have that memory. <laughs> yeah, if I take that away, there's 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 nothing. Yeah. <laughs> she listens to these. <laughs> oh no, she doesn't listen this far. She's not, she's, she's going to like this week in oh, wrestling. She's like, oh, enough of that. Uh, Nation of Domination says the best of Farouk, Dilo Brown, The Rock, Kamu Safa, or Mark Henry. The Rock is the answer <laughs> to the question. Right, right, very <laughs> moving on, and big finale, and it's the NWO in all iterations, and it's. Pretty much everybody was ever in the oh. NWO, including NWO Japan. Uh, oh, oh, Chono. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, good guess. He's on the list. That's Hogan again, gonna... isn't it? It's got to be yeah. Hogan. Yeah, I'm probably going to. Oh go no, for Brett. Spot. Brett was in NWO. Oh, but Hogan. Nah, he kind he of was, was an associate. Wasn't... Yeah. Right. Okay. It was weird. It was not weird. Count? It was crap. It, I can picture him clearly, in the T-shirt. It was clearly backstage. They went, "We want you to be in the NWO," and he was like. I don't want to be in the NWO. So they went, you can be an associate of the NWO. And he went, fine. Okay. I think that's what happened. It's yeah, he, again. Yeah, he buries uh, it in his book. Got to go, go for Scott Norton, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah, you He's know what? Again. He's not picked so- a dead one. Well done. <laughs> so- soft spot for Stevie that, Ray. He's the original enough. Slapjack. Nice. Well done. You checking- Savage, uh, Savage was in there. Scott you Savage. Alive. Yeah, Scott Norton's alive. Yeah, yeah. he's got to be. Still yeah, going. Savage was in it. Big Show yeah. was in it. Yeah, yeah, he's alive. Yeah, great. We're not going to go through who, who's alive and dead in the NWO. We'll be all okay. okay. Uh, thank you very Scott much Lawrence for that. Live. Yeah, he's- yes. 
Thank you very much for that very lengthy Reese's Pieces. Next week we'll have a limit to only ten, maybe. Limit down to just keep it down under an hour. But thank yeah, you very we much got, for that. Yeah, we've got we got a forty-five minute bloody uh, Hall of Fame to do. <laughs> leave yeah, leave your wrestling bollocks. Yeah. Uh, oh, right, happy, I see what you mean. I see no, we did a big long Hall we of Fame. Yeah, this sorry. Week, yes, yes. My bad. But if you have any Reese's Pieces that you'd like to send in yourself, please, 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 please send them to mailbagalcoholic.com. It's Cultaholics. Wow. What a long podcast. Yeah. Okay, what do we, even what do longer we do still. About, what do we do about this, man? Because it's getting out it's of me. As, as soon as Ross is back, you don't have to worry about it anymore. It's just it's me you. being a dick. Yeah, I, yeah. It's just, it's just started since... Yeah, they it seem has... to like it in the comments. All uh, seem to be like, "Oh, you're spoiling us with these Ferrero podcasts." It's they're into it. I think that was awful. Though. I don't know why I did that. Um, but yeah, I'll, I, it is me blabbing on and telling all my bollock stories and trying to be funny and that. So I'll, I'll cut it out. Next. We've I'm all got here. bollocks. We've all got bollocks stories. Yeah, yeah. we've all got bollocks. We've, we've all, all got, got our bollocks. bollocks. Yeah. The big long question this week is: Who will find the most success following the 2020 WWE draft? And we will go down the list. But before then, are there any particular uh, wrestlers or groups who stand out, Mr. Pacitti? I think Big E is the obvious one, which makes me feel like a bit of a hypocrite because I'm not happy that the New Day have split up. But it does position him as a major single star. And the, how things have been going in the past few months for him, for him beating former world champions and all that stuff, it, it will be what makes him. And... Yeah, he could realistically main event WrestleMania next year, couldn't he? Yeah, he could too. Jeez. Jack? Um, it's not an inspiring answer because he's already been at the very top and stuff. But Rollins going to SmackDown is interesting because Reigns is currently the king of SmackDown. And I, I don't know if you've heard, but those two lads have got just a, a bit of history between them, guys. So maybe Rollins... Maybe you breathe new life into his into his character and stuff if he gets involved with Roman. Uh, or maybe I'll say Alexa Bliss as well because of the Fiend stuff. Although, was she on Raw anyway? No, Fiend's no. gone over. Fiend's gone over. So Bliss will benefit from it if that counts. Yeah. Cool. I'll say the other two-thirds of New Day will benefit from being on Monday Night Ooh, Raw. Interesting. Because Monday Night Raw is the longer show. They have more segments to fill. New Day do lots of silly bugger stuff, and that's perfect for them. They do good filler. Oh, like but they, they've they've always been they've been consistently used on SmackDown. I don't think the runtime of the program affects like how much they're going to be. They will if they're there, they're going to be on TV, right? Because it's the New Day. Well, I think at this time Xavier's making so much money with his bleed Twitch, he can go. You know what? I think I should get twenty minutes of Monday Night Raw to play Tetris. We'll turn that into a segment. <laughs> okay. And I'll just you, be in and be like, all right, all right, okay. Um, rather than just going repeating and having multiple segments of the same guys over and over again, like this, the, the New Day half hour of power. Awesome for Nice. Me. But that's just my silly opinion. Here are some of the draft picks. SmackDown chooses... No, wait, what? Have so here we, we're going we're gonna to say what we think in the next year, before the next yes. draft, their, what the, the peak of their, their, their year will be or could be. With every... Yeah. Oh, it's everyone that's been listed here, just even the people who aren't moving. So Raw still has uh, W champion Drew McIntyre. Are we doing these ones as well, or just people who've moved? 
I don't I'll know. go down then once. Uh, Raw Women's Champion. Let's go SmackDown, Seth Rollins. Because if we do all of them, will it take it would take ages? But she likes that. Uh. <laughs> no, I don't. Right, we'll just do the ones that have moved, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah that was okay. the... Scrolling down, we have SmackDown gets Seth Rollins. I think he'd do really well, as I've, as I've said, potentially. Not, do, do not a world that. champion in the next year. Mid-card belt. Not in the next year. No, not in the next year. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, I'd be interested to see what he does after he escapes the feud. That's also moved with him. Isn't that awful? Mm -hmm. Uh, Raw keeps a hurt business. Raw gets AJ Styles because Paul Heyman is on SmackDown. I think Styles is just par for the court. I think he'll just continue to do well, but I don't think he'll go up or down in terms of stature, respect. I agree. I think he'll he'll be in the world title picture again, but it'll be used to put somebody over. Maybe he's Orton's next feud. If Orton wins just to get to Edge, maybe you get a few matches out of Orton and Styles because at least they'd be all right. Was that the match? Yeah. Was that the lights match at WrestleMania when Orton couldn't see? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. What a cheeky man. I don't know. Orton could see. The crowd couldn't. Yes, that was it, yeah. And I don't blame them because I was... The WrestleMania, I was at 2017, we were sat down there and that section of the crowd behind us started chanting something. I'm like, what the hell are they chanting? And we look up, blinding lights. I was up there, Matthew. Oh, that's right. I, I was in that section. <laughs> Didn't see that women's match when Bailey retained. Was it yeah. as bad as people were saying? It was really... At first, and then as the... Because the, they, turned, they turned them on just before the sun had fully set. Mm-hmm. But then once the sun went down, it was a little bit better or we just got used to it. I'm not sure which one. Bright lights, big city. Mm. And we go down here. Yeah, I think AJ Styles will be in that Seamus position where it'll be up and mid, make people, the new people look good, but then if something happens and the top people get injured, oh, of course, put on AJ Styles. He's still that, you know, he's simmering. Yeah. Uh, Raw keeps ricochet. That's oh, good because the hurt business Sorry. What? Give him a world. Ch- I, 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 want, I want Edge, I want Orton to win soon so the Drew feud is over. Then we get all the way up to WrestleMania. Randy's holding it. Edge beats him. And then I want AJ versus Edge. That's like a dream match there. Oh. Yeah. You don't want to see that? All right, yeah. Well, that's just saying like nobody's a dream match for Edge then, surely. Yeah. AJ. (laughs) Okay, right. Yeah, I'd love to see that. (laughs) All right, okay. Why would you? Because AJ's still incredible. Yeah. Edge is a great storyteller. They could make that work. Of course they could. Yeah, yeah. Well, if a story is the bell rings and you do a schoolboy, one, two, three. Oh, yeah. Matthew's... Ooh. Goodness me. Oh, sorry. Ooh. I just don't get why people are so obsessed with like, all these old people coming back who are clearly knackered. Edge had one match this year and he got injured. Yeah. Let the it greatest, go. The greatest match ever, so... Just forgot about a week later. Uh where are we going down the list? SmackDown gets Bianca Belair. One of Belair. Matthew's random bugbears, like Seth and Becky being happy together. You just can't accept something. <laughs> that was funny that the people who were genuinely together had no on-screen chemistry. Well, you would... I, I that's I mean, why imagine... people think me and you were together, Jack. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler are the women's tag team champions. They can go back and forth. Raw. Lucky us. Uh... Raw gets Mandy Rose. I think that was a... That happened slightly before, didn't it? She oh, that's right. They did ago, a, yeah. a pre-draft, right? SmackDown gets Dominic <coughs> and Rey Mysterio. Would you believe it? They're tag champs, aren't they? Ooh, do you think? Yeah. 
The fact that they drafted them together, I think they're going to go properly into the tag team scene after this Buddy Murphy bollocks is done. Mm, I feel like the Street Profits in that feud will kidnap Dom and teach him how to be cool. And his dad will be disappointed in him. He'll be like, no, son, study hard. And that's going to be the storyline. No, you're right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he'll come along with a red paper cup and be like, screw off, dad, and then break dance out of there. This is why I think cool people are lying. <laughs> I don't like the implication that Dominic isn't cool. He's a he's a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah, but you're not if you're hanging out with your dad all the time, especially at work. <laughs> yeah, fair. A bit awkward. Uh, the Miz and John Morrison on Raw. Um, the only way is up for them. Surely. You'd think so, wouldn't you? I, but I don't know if they'll be together. Mm, true. Miz, just give Miz another mid-card title. I feel like Miz has more. Miz is more likely to do well than Morrison. Morrison's always the one getting beaten up, and I think yeah. Miz is nearing the IC title range record. Oh, but that's over on. That's over on SmackDown. They've made a huge uh, yeah. mistake. Oh, oh, yeah. wow. Did you know Miz has changed brands since the return of the draw? What was it? Twenty sixteen. Every year he switched. Nice. Oh. you know who hasn't changed? It's a uh, Nia Jax and Titus O'Neil. I've never moved oh. from Raw. Really? Really? Yeah. Fun wow, fact. Wow, that's cool. Wow, well, what you know. a great fact. <laughs> Smackdown Tag Team Champions, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods. Uh, well, they're already champions, aren't they? They're not going to... I don't think they'll split them up. I think that that's it until at least WrestleMania. I see, like, maybe Big E winning the title at WrestleMania and then them two coming out and celebrating again. I don't think it's a... It's, it's not a split in that they're never going to be together again, is it? Just like that, Jack. Oh, um, yep. Yeah, they're going to come out and we're going to get the celebration. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, potentially. I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit worried for them. I'm worried they'll just become just another tag team. But I don't know. At least they're a tag team that have got history and feel like a tag team. That's true. Hmm. Well, Raw needs tag teams right now because that's also true. After Street Profits and Dominic and Mysterio left, uh, that's it. Hmm. There wasn't any. So now we've got oh Morrison and Miz and New Day. Two. <laughs> have a lot. feud. Off you go. <laughs> yeah. Have fun, lads. Biggie on SmackDown. I think we've already covered that. Uh, Angel Garza and Carrillo staying on Raw. SmackDown. Murphy is following Rollins. Oh. Good old ball and chain. <laughs> um, actually, Murphy will be... I know Heyman's not creatively in charge anymore, but he'll be with Heyman and Heyman likes Murphy. So I'll say, yeah, he will do well. I think Heyman will put in a good word for him. He's going to be... Oh, I don't. I don't. He's going to get lost. This is going to get. Oh, I, don't, I don't see him holding a title or it, like after this storyline is done. I, I, this is bad because last week I said, oh, it's like a passing of the torch because Seth's going to go away for a bit. But now they're on the same brand again. Oh, mm. oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, at best, it's a it's an IC title reign, but I don't think it will. And I don't think the Aaliyah stuff's going to work out. Not in cave I'm not going, oh, I don't think they'll be together. I, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, think it, I don't think it's going to help him that much. Yeah. Oh, watch out. Last time I said that, they married. Um, <laughs> Tucker has gone to Raw. Oh, he's, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, yeah, he's awful dead. for him. Uh, yeah. Which is a shame because he's actually quite... There'd be matches with heavy machinery where... Like, remember in the Elimination Chamber when he just ran and dived off the pod? I was like, whoa, Tucker's amazing. He knew he's he needed to do something as well. Yeah. He? he knew, and yeah, he's 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 done for, isn't he? Yeah. Poor guy. He's the guy that's going to wander into Raw Underground going, ooh, what's all this then? He's got his head kicked in. 
Uh, the Fiend Bray Wyatt is gone to Raw. What do you think about her? Um, just good storylines, right? Not world title again. I think it'd be a mistake, but he doesn't need it. Oh, no. I bet he hates Goldberg. But he should anyway. Sure. Uh, I don't like The Fiend anymore um, over the gimmick. Even Alexa Bliss hasn't really spiced anything up, so I don't care what he does. Uh, wow. He's got the fast-forward button. Uh, wow. Or Randy Orton. Goodness me. Put him in a match with Edge. <laughs> Two birds, one stone. Perfect. Perfect. All right, gun the bog. Uh, Raw Tag Team Champions, The Street Profits. I think they'll do all right on SmackDown. I think they'll be they'll continue to be entertaining. And SmackDown, as long as SmackDown keeps getting better, I feel like people on SmackDown have a bit more promise than the people on Raw. Yeah. Yeah, they'll just be a tag team. They'll probably win the tag belts again after they drop them. But yeah, they'll be they'll be in the same position next year. Imagine yeah. if they broke up. No. Oh. Actually, it's very likely. We'd be talking about Dawkins in the same way that we're talking about Tucker right now. Let's they could it. team up. Oh. Dawkins and Tucker. Everyone's favourite. <laughs> the seeds oh. here. Da- yeah. Just Dawkins oh. and Tucker. It's just the, the worst name. The smell of Dawkins and Tucker. Like the smell of Reeves and Mortimer. <laughs> bang, bang. It's Dawson and Tucker. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Who's that uh, at the door? It's Dawkins and Tucker. <laughs> oh, no. Everybody oh, no. hide it's quick. <laughs> I really want that tag team now. <laughs> oh. Braun Strowman, who has gone to Raw. Oh, couldn't care less. Where's he been? Smackdown, been doing nothing. Doing the stuff of Raw Underground. He's been on Smackdown. He was, he was oh, Universal Raw Champion, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's what, so easy so to forget, and he was only two months ago. He got drowned in the lake. Mm-hmm. Then what happened? When did he, he come back? He came back with a shaved head. Yeah. yeah, when he was underwater, he shaved his head. And since then, he's been on Raw Underground, but now Raw Underground has disappeared. Yeah. Like, Raw Underground's gone. Yeah. Yeah, because people were drafted from Raw Underground to Raw as well, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Braun, I think, I think he'll do better just because it's been, he's had nothing recently, really. <laughs> yeah, he's been main eventing and it's been nothing. It's so weird. Yeah. Has he been Even main eventing? Well, he was yeah. Universal Champion for the majority of the year, wasn't he? Oh, but I mean very recently, I think. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, just getting pushing over big stuff again. That's, that's the only way he's yeah. interesting. We've got to wait until the summer, because whenever it's the summer, that's when Braun gets his push, because you can't have him at WrestleMania do anything that's not silly. So we need we need to wait until the summer to see how it's going to go. Yeah. I hate his new look. But okay. the one bit I do like, ironically, is the fact that when they have the graphic, the PNG, WPNGs, is the fact that his beard has a shadow. Okay. Uh, made sure to do that. that. Wait, you hate, hate his a, look. He's just, he's just had a look. shaved head. He's, he's, he's just shaved. No, but he used to wear, like, um, pissy pants. Ge- gear that looked like... He did. Gear well, he that had... looked like... Yeah, he had his pissy pants gear on. At least it was distinctive. Now he just looks like... It looks like the one dude who goes, I ain't scared of the Batman. How big can he be? And then, you know, it gets sparked out <laughs> in one hit. Uh, he looks like the guy that Indiana Jones knocks into the propeller. The big German. Yes. The bit, yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan SmackDown. Uh, Raw gets Matt Riddle. Um, I think SmackDown was the better place for Riddle because in Raw, there's too much opportunity for him to... Again, I'm just repeating myself with everyone. Things on Raw... There's, once every like four weeks, Vince just gets a hold of Raw and goes, let's make this crazy. And then everyone does stupid things. 
Yeah. He's he's not going to get over it, it, in the way that they're presenting him now. Just the the never ending bro bro. Every move that he does is called the bro something, and it's just all people <laughs> that that it's not going to work. Um, so I think I think he's going to be in a similar position to like Ricochet is now, where we're all mm. wondering how the hell did they do that? What what did they do wrong? Mm. SmackDown gets Kevin Owens. Which is he'll be fine. Teaming with Sammy. Teaming with yeah. Sammy. Turn of heel. Ah. Team with Sammy. Tag champs. Or or feud them again. It's been a while since they feuded properly. Yeah. Either or. Tag champs well, would be cool. As long as Shane doesn't get involved again. Oh god. Oh, yeah. Every few years you have to just do that <coughs> over and over again. I know. Uh Raw gets Jeff Hardy. Mid card. Just yeah. mid card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Raw, for some reason, picks Retribution. The stable have declared they're going to have Retribution on WWE. Gone. They're not going to be around <laughs> that year. No, they're not. I, I, God. Do, do, you see, do you see them being here in, in a year's time? If they do, are... Did it last one week? Oh, hel- <laughs> yeah. If they are, it'll be hilarious because they'll just be still there and everyone will be like, it's Retribution, but they haven't won anything in this time. Oh, wait, what's your bet again about Mustafa Ali? Oh God, yeah, US title by Survivor Series. By Survivor Series. No, oh God, no, it was any I'm, title, wasn't it? I'm bollocks here because he was meant to be on telly on Monday and he just wasn't. <laughs> he was meant was to cut not? a promo. Oh, he was meant yeah. to cut a promo about ah, retribution ah. and why he's the leader, and then they didn't put him right. on the TV. Every every week at the start of Raw in this week in wrestling, we need an Ali watch where we see who's <laughs> yeah. winning the bet. Currently, Matthew's yeah. definitely winning the bet. Agreed. What's your PayPal, mate? <laughs> I'm done. You can pay me in illegal pills. <laughs> uh, uh, Smackdown and Raw have obviously been competing against who gets Lars Sullivan uh, Smackdown lost so they have to keep him <laughs> more power pal uh, Raw gets Keith Lee Smackdown King Corbin would anyone notice uh, Alexa, yeah, Alexa Bliss with The Fiend you guys yes. seem to like it yeah, and she does I'm do it very it. well the, the whole I'm possessed and I might Bob Backlund 94 thing but I've no idea what's going to go overall uh, uh, I don't know if she'll be with the Fiend still in a year. Sort of hope she is. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think she won't be. But I think that um, she's still, like I said earlier, I just, I just always have faith in Alexa Bliss that she's going to make whatever she's in entertaining. Uh, Raw gets Sheamus, which is crazy because I swear it was only two years ago he was complaining retiring. Yeah, uh, she's just going to crack on putting people over, right? Yeah, it'll be the same, I think. Uh, Ziggler and Rude are both going to SmackDown, which means they're I gonna, won't get to see them. Yeah. They're going to tear it up. They're going to be both WWE champ- Universal Champions. Six At the same each. time. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't. I'm not too hopeful for them. No. Uh, Apollo Crews goes to SmackDown. Released. I think. Yeah, oh, why? Your thing no, with Apollo no, is so crazy, man. He'll be doing the exact same as he is now. Wasting valuable TV time, though. Oh, that was too much. I agree. He's fine. He's fine. He'll be being fine. Is this still a grudge from when you picked him in the predictions contest to win the Battle Royal at WrestleMania? He was very good at Battle Royals. <laughs> he was very good. Why We've didn't seen he that. use the he same had... strategy as yeah. he did on Raw? He had momentum heading into it. He did, yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame because I thought he's actually finally got momentum after the whole Hurt Business thing. Went for that big old blowout, but instead he just lost clean a bunch of times and I was going to SmackDown. Yeah, 
I just can make up the numbers. Uh, but Raw, though, on a positive note, gets Dabakato. Um, I think he'll be red hot for about three weeks and then Vince will get bored of him, which is a shame, but that's what I think is going to happen. What, yeah, you're saying he'll be underground on Raw? Yeah. Uh, looking down. As the Black he'll, he'll be, Dabakato will be, he'll be like a three-time 24-7 champion by this time next year. Yeah. Oh. Happy thought. As the Black to SmackDown, what do you guys got? With Heyman again, and Heyman likes him. That's my reasoning there. So you'll be, you'll be all right. Oh, okay. Yeah, it'll be all right. Mick God. SmackDown gets Natalia. <laughs> Next. Oh. <laughs> what? Give her, her. She deserves her respect. She wants her damn respect, like LeBron James. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh. No, I agree. I. She'll just be being Natalia, won't she? Yes, that's what she'll be doing. <laughs> she does play the role of Natalia very well, though. She'll uh, get it. She'll get into a title match on one pay per view, and everyone will go, "Huh?" And then she'll lose it and go back to being Natalia. And the commentators will bring up the fact that her dad once knew Bret Hart. Once SmackDown, the Riot Squad. Um. I don't know. I don't know with the Riot Squad. I, I don't know why they got rid of just Sarah Logan. I'm still a bit bitter about that, actually. I, I don't know what's mm. going on. So, no, I don't think they'll do very well. I'm not, I've not got a lot of faith in that. No, I see. Grandma Talik and Lindsay Dorado, I actually didn't realise this, are going to Raw. Right, so oh, okay. Metalik will be like where he is now. Lindsay, three-time <laughs> WWE champion, new leader of the company, <laughs> the new Austin, taking this business to new heights. And it'll be the era of Lindsay Mania. Yeah. You'll be leading Retribution Dose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he will. And I don't know who he is because he's got a mask on. And on SmackDown, this is the final one here, and I love the fact that it's just here, undramatic as possible. SmackDown, Shorty G. Oh. He's going to SmackDown. They, they kept him on, yeah, on they, SmackDown. They, like, yeah. He's, 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 got, he's, he's got, staying on SmackDown. Yeah, oh, don't he worry, folks. He's staying yeah, he's there. He got. Oh, I, I that thought, makes oh, sense. Yeah. I got confused. Uh, he's in NXT. Let's be optimistic. He's gonna. He's gonna be in NXT. That'd be great. That'd be great. I'd go. love that. Finish on a high. <laughs> I think. I think Shorty G will be by this time next year TNT champion. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> well, this well, went long again, didn't it? it I thought, oh, did. there's no pay per view to review God. or anything, and. Uh, it's happened again but it's fun though because it goes long because you're saying very silly relatable sometimes relatable stories and yeah, we people get love a- crime watching bingo Matthew headstands yeah. <laughs> they, they, they do apparently, you, you say that in jest head, but apparently headstands are relatable though anyone can do one what PE uh, gonna, classes around the country they're doing them no I, I can't do one and I'm sad about that I think that's what's happened here but I'm very. I hope I'll people message you. in. I'll teach you. I hope. I hope people message. You won't be able to. I can't do one. I hope people message in with their own opinions on Adam's wild yeah. claim that handstands are as easy. Well, their as opinions they are. Are, 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 are irrelevant as soon as I release a video of me doing a headstand. Well, then you're very talented, but I still don't think it's as widespread as you think. <laughs> widespread. Yeah, it's a pandemic. Oh no, That's... that word's just become so much more real now. Yeah. Yeah. Just used to be a board game. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we? Okay. Other real things do you have to look forward to next podcast? 
the results of the headstand challenge, mm-hmm. which you can only get here at Cultaholic. And also, more updates on uh, the Retribution challenge, where Matthew gets paid money by Pachiti because he knows more about wrestling than him. But <laughs> no argument there. That no has, argument uh, there. That is a long seven days' time. Until then, Pachiti, what have you got on tap for the Cultaholic crew this week? Uh, we've got every hardcore champion ranked from worst to best going up Good on God. Sunday, Ooh. which is cool. Um, and yeah, that's uh, just the, the usual, I think. Jack? I'm currently working on a cheeky little top 10 list. Apart from that, uh, just rest of the week will be out today when this goes out. And me and Owen are currently taking a break from Football Manager while we wait for the next Football Manager to come out. So we've been playing FIFA. So check that out on a Wednesday from six o'clock. I'm glad you asked me because not only... And you, Matthew. Oh, thanks, Jack. Not only do me and Tom Campbell have an upcoming episode of the SmackDown Cultaholic Classic SmackDown Review, God, um, <laughs> with special guests. Not only have we just had others in to do the mm. watch along for Judgment Day to prove that he wasn't dead and he wasn't, well, not lying. Um, we've had Matt McMuscles from an episode of SmackDown Podcast, and we're very happy that worked out because Tom Campbell just basically marked out for Matt. I'm listening. I know. He marked out for Matt McMuscles the entire time, and it was great. It worked very well. Uh, we gelled together like Jack and Football Manager. But that is just the setup to the plug. We're proud to announce that taking over on Saturdays, 6 p.m. UK time, Mr. Me, this guy right here that I'm pointing at <laughs> right here, is going to be doing Cultaholics Twitch. That's There's right. a way I've to do an mess. applause thing on this. No. There's, there's a button you can press to do applause, and I tried to do it. Tom knows how to use it. I don't. <laughs> Wait. Lads, the work laptop's just flashed up saying that it's running low on storage space, so I feel like we need to end the podcast. <laughs> don't worry, because this is the end of the podcast. <coughs> that was the final plug. Remember... Cool. Mailbag at cultaholic.com to send in your, he's just doing a stretch, your Reese's Pieces and your questions and your weird queries about dog lifting. And patreon.com forward slash cultaholic to vote on the hottest Hall of Fame selection we have ever had. Don't listen to anybody who says otherwise. But right now, to end the podcast, you made it this far. Please put your fists together to your webcam and the count of three. Say the usual line. One, two, three. Join us. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 